0: Previously, on Before and After Reviews.
1: This one's called The Last Night. Nope. No, this one's called... <laughs> wait, the ri- wait, oh don't no. Don't even say
0: anymore. This one's called Rise of the Beasts. Don't look into it. Oh, are you already looking up stuff? No,
1: I'm just looking at IMDB for the names. Don't, don't look it Extinction. up. No. Oh. oh.
0: I was going to ask you.
1: Okay. I ruined it. No, I didn't ruin anything because I still don't remember any of the names.
0: Well, you just know (laughs) now. You know one of them. No,
1: I didn't know. I was going
0: to ask you, how many of these films do you think there are? Okay. Including this one.
1: Well, I didn't look. So um, I think there are, if I'm counting in my head, of the two I've seen. Wait, no, I've seen three that I remember seeing.
0: You've seen more than that. And
1: then, no. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. There's another one with Mark Wahlberg somewhere floating out there. So that's. Oh, no, no. And then I saw Bumblebee. So I saw four of these movies.
0: You've You've seen more. Uh, how many do you think there are overall, with this one included? Oh. Uh, and no animated, just the live-action movies.
1: Six?
0: Very close. It was seven.
1: Seven of these? There
0: are seven films. Okay, so then the question is, what's the sequel called? This came okay. out in 2009.
1: Wait, the sequel came out in 2009?
0: Yep. The original came out in 2007.
1: Oh, hold on. Transformers, Rise of the Machines? <laughs> No, that's Terminator.
0: That, that is Terminator.
1: <laughs> Transformers Four.
0: I love this game already.
1: Uh, the The Kingdom of Megatron.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, that sounds great. I think Megatron's dead in these films. I don't, know. I don't even know. <laughs> that's four, and now we're on to 2017, and this is the one we've never seen. Right? We have never seen one of these movies, which I'm going to call it out now. We're definitely doing this on Talking Trash. Okay. We're going to return to the Transformers franchise on Talking Trash because I've heard that's the worst one, which is saying a lot. Wait, because the one that we haven't seen yeah. is the
1: worst. Okay. Well, I mean...
0: Let's the- face facts. I mean, they're not that great because we can't even remember half of these. If we had to talk about the plot, I think I might know something and... It, I, I'm definitely saying we're doing this one. Uh, which I heard Anthony Hopkins is in it, and I heard there's like a... We're nice at the round table with Transformers. I don't know how that movie could be. Jesus. Now it's got...
1: Another
0: movie night. Hello and welcome to the show. We are just another movie night, and I am Scott, and that is Joe. Hi, Joe.
1: Hi, Scotty.
0: Uh, yeah, this is uh, talking trash. Talkin trash. Welcome to talking trash. Talkin you know. Where we uh, trash talk a a movie that's so insane, we're always looking for bad movies to talk about on this show. And uh, previously on an episode of our other show, Before and After Reviews, during the newest Transformers movie, uh, Rise of the Beasts, I believe it's called? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Um, We suggested that we had never seen one of these movies and we decided that we definitely should see it. And probably do it on Talking Trash. And here we are talking about Transformers. What, what, let me, before we even say the name, what would you guess? Do you know the number of this film?
1: Well, I totally got it wrong. I'm I'm sorry, I'm eating a cookie. This is gonna be a long haul. (laughs) And it's next. It's Um, gonna be a long one. Anyway, so this movie I thought was number four. It is not.
0: It is number five. Okay so we're talking about transformers five do you know the name of this movie
1: it's not rise of wait no fall oh i know fall of cybertron
0: (laughs) you're being you're not being serious are you joking no it
1: is because cybertron's like falling in the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not you really don't know the name of the movie we just watched just before this
1: wait let me think of this wait no i do i do hold on age of extinction
0: nope wait another
1: wait wait i know it this is oh, really, night! The nights of the te- hold on, hold on, wait, knights, wait, wait, wait! I know it. Knights of the, wait, hold on.
0: Oh my God! This is—it's a-
1: the night of something. The night, because I remember, because Merlin, and the the of The night of, the, the, of something strange. Oh, fuck! What is it? You really don't know. Wait. So the, the last night.
0: That's it. You got it. You did it. Congratulations! Eat that cookie. You deserve it. I don't eat my cookie. Uh, yeah, don't this, you mock me. This is uh, this is a uh, setup for a really interesting time. If you don't already know the name of the movie we just watched. L- w- let's play a little trivia because this is the fifth movie in this franchise. And after this, there's been two more. Okay. After watching this movie, yeah, Bumblebee comes after this as prequel. Oh, And okay. then Rise of the Beast is after that, which is also still a prequel.
1: Okay. I did one of those, hmm, faces. I, I, yes.
0: <laughs> so my question to you is, after watching this thing, how much money do you think this thing cost?
1: Okay, well, I didn't even know Michael Bay was actually directing this until you told Th- me. There's no
0: way you couldn't help. I didn't. This is well, the I most he, Michael Bay thing ever. No,
1: I thought he was done after, like, the third this one. This is the
0: one where he's done Okay. after this.
1: So, um, okay, if I had to go buy a, a budget on this?
0: Yeah, what do you think the... The Budget for this movie
1: was the special effects are, are crazy. Yeah, so. I, I'm gonna say the budget on this movie 200 mil, close more, less, more, more, 250 mil.
0: It, it's a uh, 217 million. This wow. is the most expensive Transformers film. You can tell. How much do you think it made just domestically?
1: Just domestically, uh, 60 million.
0: Wow, that's an underscore right there. Oh, uh-huh. 60 million, you think it made? Uh,
1: 89 million.
0: <laughs> it made 130, I believe, oh. domestically. So it had a huge. Um, and here's the thing about when you talk box office gross, always know that the advertising is not on that box office. That's just to make the movie. Then, box office is usually half of the production. So this movie probably costs around three hundred and twenty.
1: Oh my god! Right,
0: because productions are very expensive. That's why it's very important for them to make their money back. And usually these movies depend on um, foreign box office. And so what they what they hope for when they make these movies is that they make their money back in America, and everything else is profit. That's that means that this movie has a huge loss. This movie only made six hundred worldwide. So, Hmm. it did not do well. And this is, not only is it the most expensive Transformers, it's the worst that the Transformers movies have ever done, probably beat now by uh, Rise of the Beasts. Because I think that movie bombed heavily. Really? I haven't looked into it a lot recently. Oh my god. But uh, it was, I'm pretty sure it was a disaster
1: That movie was far superior to this.
0: As of editing... Only four hundred and twenty-one million. I, I mean, yeah, burying the lead a little bit. Um, it's that's an iffy one. Yeah, that's an iffy conversation. But yeah, uh So yeah, I mean, look. Since this is talking trash, we try to talk out the plots of these movies in spoilerific fashion and just destroy the damn thing. And trying to figure out if we like the movie and give a review. And I'm gonna say right off the bat, this is the hardest damn thing. I think I've ever attempted to talk about. And I thought Fast and the Furious X or Fast X, whatever the fuck that was called. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be tough. This, I, I I just watched this film and my mind was melting during it. <laughs> it to be completely honest, there's like 50 movies in this thing. I, I don't even know if I understood what I watched. And I will say this too, what makes it even worse is that this movie re- acts like it doesn't understand its own continuity. Yes. And to and the movie jumps in right off the bat. No, first off, let, let's just talk about the opening of this movie because it has the best five-minute set piece in an opening. I mean, it's incredible. We get to watch virtually uh, really hilarious. It, it says... Uh, I, th- I don't know if it says the past, but I think it says the Dark Ages.
1: It does. I think it says the Dark Ages. It
0: says something else, but it says the Dark Ages. And basically we see a war in the Dark Ages with King Arthur. And it is amazing. There is fireball stunts going on. They're throwing giant fireballs at a battlefield. And it, you can tell it is not CG. And if it is... It's incredible, but it looks like they really did it. And since this is Michael Bay, you know they probably did.
1: Because mm-hmm. he, he likes
0: fire. <laughs> he loves he loves putting people in jeopardy in his movies. I, I we didn't do it on this this uh, podcast, but we probably should have. But uh, recently, he did a movie called Ambulance, and I've heard talk about the set and what had happened on the film of that you know filming of that movie. And Jay Gyllenhaal and everybody were talking about. He just threw cameras in their hands and told them to hang outside of an ambulance. And we met at Michael Bay's house. Oh, you met at Michael Bay's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a while for us to find each other there. Right. It's a very large home.
1: Did it really take uh, like, a while to No, it really didn't. Know, it's, it's a huge, It's
0: like a huge, huge house. <laughs> I believe yeah. it. It's huge, and, they, and it's, like, filled with Transformers memorabilia. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, ran into Bumblebee before I ran into <laughs> I swear to God. And I, like, walked in there as a yellow car in his living room. <laughs> that, and that surprises like, me. I would imagine Michael Bay would have an understated home. <laughs> and so if you're watching this scene in the opening of this Transformers film, it is insane. You're, I just kept watching going, these people had to be hurt. Like, this is incredible looking. It's such a beautiful, beautiful opening of a film. Like, it just looks incredible. They even have great sound. Great, you know, the the cinematography is incredible. And then all of a sudden, it ruins it because we hear, like, I guess King Arthur comes up and uh, the Knights of the Round Table come up to him and they go, we're going to die. And it's all because Merlin, you put too much faith in him. He's a drunk. And he's, he's not going to come and save us like he thought he was. And that's when the movie takes a fast dive into reality of what we're about to watch. Where we get to see Merlin played by Stanley Tucci in a long wig and a giant nose prosthetic. Riding on a horse and again, beautiful scenery. But I guess because he's an alcoholic, it's all jokes now. So he's like, you know what? Just one more drink, and he he uh, drinks from a bottle that's clearly not pr- appropriate for the time period. It looks like a screw top, mm-hmm, which it, does. it that didn't exist. No. Yeah. Um, he just drinks out of this bottle and he like guzzles alcohol and he just takes a merry ride. Now we just saw people being murdered and it's like the end of the world and it's this giant battlefield and you think, oh, this shit. This is this is desperate times. This is crazy opening. This is amazing. And uh we're even getting a narration from Anthony Hopkins. Magic does exist. It was found long ago. Inside a crashed alien ship. It's just a beautiful voice, right? And and you have all this going on, and then they've ruined it with jokey comedy all of a sudden, with Stanley Tucci being drunk. Hello! Hello! It is I, conjurer of spirits, master of the dark arts. Is anyone there? And taking a little stroll, apparently while the war is happening. Just having a nice, beautiful scenery walk through the land up to a giant, Crash spaceship. I think they even mentioned... he says the word alien. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know those words. Yeah, and uh,
1: he says a lot of words that yeah, probably weren't invented know, back then. Yeah,
0: well, I, again, this is a time period that didn't really happen, right? Right. There was no Merlin.
1: I mean, if you had to go back, I mean, it, hypothetically, I, I'm just saying, hypothetically, it's, it's insane. It, it's yeah, it, it, I, I, it's it was okay to say it was comical is. That's an understatement.
0: Uh, This is where I don't understand the lore of Transformers anymore. This is where it starts off for me. What is happening? Because the War of Cybertron, they come to the Earth in the 90s? Apparently to Bumblebee's?
1: No, that was the 80s. In Bumblebee? Bumblebee
0: takes place there in the 80s? Yeah, it does. Get the fuck out of here. It's not the 90s?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's the 80s. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. But yeah. Um, they,
0: don't they flee and come to Earth and the first person Bumblebee apparently has met was uh Haley Seinfeld's character? Am I am I not right in this?
1: Yeah. He meets her and she's dressed as though she's from the eighties.
0: Ah, oh, really? I thought it was like nineties. Let me see. When
1: when when is that? Yeah. It says
0: nineteen eighty seven. So nineteen eighty
1: seven. Yeah.
0: And I guess we don't know how long they've been on the planet.
1: Uh, by the time Bumblebee. I, uh,
0: had... Yeah, because I'm trying to remember Bumblebee because I'm a little confused by this because I is I recall, if I'm not mistaken, in the original Transformers film, doesn't Optimus tell Sam Witwicky, doesn't he say that we learned English from the computers? In the World Wide Web?
1: I believe you're right. I think he does say that. But it do- I don't know what, how long they've been on Earth.
0: Well, according to this movie, forever.
1: Well, if they... Well, yeah. According to this movie, since the freaking Knights of the Round Table.
0: I, I, they actually say that, like... Th- there's a scene in this movie where they just tell you that Bumblebee was killing Nazis? And I was like, what the fuck is yeah. happening in this movie? Like, what... what?
1: They did say that.
0: And, okay, so he's been on the planet... For, I mean, since World War Two, before World War Two,
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. Which They're...
0: is weird. Why would they have fled earlier when Cybertron falls later? Right. Like, I don't... And they
1: are saying that he was... That... The, I'm telling
0: you, this is the most painful confusion they, I've ever they've had. They've been
1: on the planet longer than than that. Then
0: no, well, apparently during the dark ages, a ship crashed to Earth, <laughs> and a, a robot was just hanging out in a crash ship. By the way, the ship looks like it's been underground for, for centuries. For centuries, yeah. And he's just been hanging out. Yeah. I, I don't. I guess their lifespans never fade.
1: I mean, it's not like they need. They don't die from water. age.
0: <laughs> well, I mean. They're not actual robots. They're no, actually aliens. aliens. So, and this one actually makes them bleed green. I don't remember them ever doing that before.
1: No, but that was just okay. So let's uh, get ahead of ourselves.
0: I, I can't. I can't help it because I'm so confused.
1: I'm confused too. But I'm gonna say that uh, the okay, let's <laughs> we, we gotta. Well, go I'm back talking to about it. the robot. This is the opening yeah. of the movie. Yes. It
0: turns out Merlin's talking to the robot. Is that what you want to talk about? Or... Yeah,
1: I want to talk about that. Now, which <laughs> which well alien slash a robot is this is this is we're the never very told worst? we did not see his face i don't think until they, they he bends never, down maybe he, yeah for like half a second but they don't ever say his name or anything he's just there and he's got this this staff
0: which leads to more confusion by the way but what? okay so yeah he gives him.
1: Them... so merlin's like you gotta help us <laughs> we're all dying there's a huge battle you know, you have to help us save mankind. He and,
0: says he's a failure, and he'd give up.
1: And he's a fraud. Drinking and and he,
0: oh, gambling he, and drinking, but not women.
1: But not women. But he said, please, you know, I know I'm a fraud. I'm I'm a, I'm a charlatan.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I need I need help. So please help save the men on this battlefield. So <laughs> I don't know his name. That whatever the the, random alien, the random alien gives him a staff. And
0: It looks like a, he pulls it, it's giant, and it mm-hmm. turns into a toothpick. It just shrinks for Stanley Tucci into a staff.
1: Yeah. Like, where does he pull it out of? I don't know. Yeah, he just he goes, hey, hey, here, somewhere. take this thing. Yeah, and he gives it to him.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if they give it a name. They constantly say the word staff.
1: Yeah, they don't give it a name. I think it's just it's staff. It's got to
0: have some kind of technical term, but I don't remember them saying it once. Nope. I But don't they probably either. did, but my mind was jumbled up. This is like, when we thought the bog... The uh, scientists in the bog talking were like, what? What are they saying? What are they talking about? This is way worse. Like, I, I don't even know what the hell they were saying in no. this movie.
1: No. All yeah. I know is that, that you know, he gives them the staff and then he...
0: Now tell me what the staff does okay. because I'm, this is confusing.
1: So this becomes... <sighs> okay, I, I'm not even sure myself. But all I know is that he does... But light shoots out of it. On... Um, at one point. I don't know what it does. I don't does. think it ever
0: does. It just lights up.
1: It, it, well, yeah, it lights up. But what is it doing? I don't know. Well, it, is it summoning the dragon?
0: But that's crazy, Where right? Where the hell because, does
1: dragon come from? It's okay, a three-headed so, Ghidorah.
0: Yes, yeah, suddenly a... You called it... I said it's a Mechagodora.
1: Okay, uh, how King, dare King you? Ghidorah
0: from the Godzilla films. No,
1: but that's a Which thing. it rips it off. Yes, but, but it's, I'm calling it Cyber Ghidorah.
0: Yes, yeah, Cyber Ghidorah shows up. Yes. Now, it flies out of the... We see Merlin running toward... Like, uh, the, like the hillside above the war. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we just see that Cyber Ghidorah flies past him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what okay. the fuck did that... Where did, did, did it come from? Merlin create this with the staff? Whoa. Like, we don't know. How
1: would he create that? How would he even know anything I about agree. a three-headed dragon? Yeah. Like, what? where did this thing come from?
0: It, it. By the way, when we say Ghidorah, it really is because it has no arms. No,
1: it's it has three literally heads. literally
0: just... Ghidorah, it's the wings with the three heads of a dragon. Mm-hmm. And it has the tail and the back feet, yeah, which Michael is like babe, exactly Ghidorah.
1: You should get slapped for copyright infringement.
0: It's, it's wild. i call it Toho. So here's what <laughs> baffles me, right? Because this this creature, this dragon, just shows up and flies past him and attacks everybody on the battlefield. And instantly wins them the war. Yes, Although they were like, they said 100 it? to one. That's yes. how so many soldiers there were,
1: but how does how does the three headed dragon know which ones are the ones that he? I was to thinking about out? this too. He just starts like taking out everyone. He
0: just swipes the battlefield and kills everybody like, in what instant.
1: This is? What, like...
0: What's even crazier is we find out later on that the dragon, this particular dragon, is made out made up of five giant transformers
1: now they're giant
0: so they're
1: huge where they,
0: did they come from
1: i don't know that cave where the one alien by was the way in. it wasn't
0: even a cave it was the back it was the exhaust pipe of a spaceship
1: okay well we don't you don't really get to see anything it's just like he's there he's just there and he's so big that he can't even fit in the shot so yeah they never (laughs) want
0: to show him they just keep showing tucci's face yeah
1: oh god stanley tucci's line delivery in this god do you know that
0: stanley tucci was in part four
1: he was yes
0: he's a main part of part four
1: i don't remember shit.
0: yeah again these trying okay well let's talk about this real quick too Uh, michael bay he his use of over embellishment is insane in these movies these movies could be an hour and a half, but he makes like three movies and jams them all into one. And he does like it's like the Simpsons. How the Simpsons has like three plot lines going on in one episode, and you are like, you could have made two episodes out of this. Yeah, you know, uh, they he does that. So in the last one, there was two plot lines. There was Mark Wahlberg following him, and following the second half was following Stanley Tucci, and then they connected. Their plot lines.
1: I forgot all about There's that There There's two movie. movies
0: going on. And I was, I was saying the Stanley Tushi plot was more interesting in the uh, other movie. But yeah, he... Michael Bay, he should have his own checklist of tropes. Because yeah. it's, it's fucking wild. Michael Bay is insane. Uh, he doesn't have to do this much. And what's even funnier is what I found out while reading up on this movie real quick before we started recording. Um, There was a writer... He gathered a writer's room, of writers together, to map out this, the Transformers universe, for future plots, for spinoffs, for everything. Oh just to God. map out a world, and a couple writers said, "Hey, I got an idea about Transformers with the Knights of the Roundtable," and another guy said, "I have I have a plot with Transformers in uh um in uh connecting to Stonehenge," and he was like, "You know what?" I love all that. Let's put it in one movie. Oh, my God. So he basically took three scripts and just stuck it together.
1: Is this movie two hours and 45 minutes?
0: This movie is two hours and 35, I believe. Oh,
1: my gosh. And
0: here's even better. They deleted an hour. Ugh. This was three and a half hours long. Oh,
1: my God. And you
0: can tell because half of it is nonsensical.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> characters come and go. I like They're Characters that didn't need to be in this
1: movie. I'm still stuck on the beginning. We're only five minutes in and i still don't understand what is happening with merlin and
0: well that's it that's all we're going to get about merlin that's
1: it i mean yeah we never see
0: him we come back to again. the knights of t- round table but um, by the way i just want to point out the some of the terrible like like i was saying i was going i was talking about how great this opening scene is and like how their the fight the battlefield looks amazing the fire stunts are going on all this crazy stuff and then you get the the uh the actor of playing um arthur he over his overacting is hilarious he he takes his sword for some reason throws it up in the air and stabs it into the ground and says we have to wait you know he does this like really over embellished thing and i was like oh my god and just for a moment i thought oh this is gonna be this is actually cool looking maybe this isn't gonna be so bad never mind never mind stanley tucci with prosthetic nose drinking and uh, this Merlin actor throwing his sword down at the ground well, for no they make reason a point in to, the battlefield.
1: They make a point to show that sword because it actually glows. And then also his like chest armor glows.
0: That only happens when Merlin gets the staff. And apparently somehow Merlin getting the staff also made all of the Knights of the Round Table's armor light up.
1: Yeah, so the staff obviously does something.
0: Well, I don't know if that's Merlin using the staff and wishing for things.
1: Yeah, I, I don't because
0: know. we never get anything like that ever again.
1: There's no explanation on any of it. It's just something that happens. Yeah,
0: it, it is. It, it's it, again. It, yeah, it, there is no. It's just nonsense. It's just nonsense because I think right after this, we start getting an entire narration. We go into the future, which is apparently taking place a few years after four, which is complete bullshit because in part three. There's a battle in Chicago, right? The Battle of Chicago is a yeah. big deal. And uh,
1: that's the Rosie Huntington one. Who's that? The blonde.
0: The one that replaced Megan Fox? Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: And that's where Patrick Dempsey is like a villain who's working with the Decepticons. Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. Sam is with that new girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a battle in Chicago and they mess up Chicago. But in four, they tell us that they fix Chicago. And then this one says, no, Chicago's fucked. It's just destroyed. It. <laughs> So I was like, wait a minute, did you guys forget that the last movie already said that that was already fixed? Like, this movie does that a lot, well, where it just goes, no one will remember any of this. That's what it's happens so confusing.
1: when you cram too much shit in yeah. one movie, you forget what you did before.
0: So wild, what's wild about it is now we're in Chicago again, and we're seeing that we're basically told that Transformers are just raining on Earth constantly, and that the government of America started a new organization called... I'm gonna guess here. I think TFA or TS, not TSA, T- but TFA. T-
1: I think it's TFA. I don't know what that means. But yeah. what what does
0: TSA stand for? Transportation
1: Security Administration.
0: <laughs> Maybe this is a transportation uh, transformers. Hold on, <laughs> it's transformers. Security.
1: TFS? No, it's not TFS. TFA. Yeah, TFA. I think it's TFA.
0: What, in this Transformers movie? Yeah. Well, whatever it is. Uh, th- this is where we, Okay. So it turns out that the government of the United States has completely, uh, basically uh, disavowed working with the, the Autobots, the good Transformers. Mm-hmm. And they've turned their backs on them and have... Some of the um, Autobots live in Cuba... And uh, Castro, is it they, did they say Castro? Who'd they say? It was something really fucking funny. I that, like They allowed them to hang out on the beach in, in Cuba. So they're okay to be citizens. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we see that uh, John Satorio is back okay. as his character. And he's hanging out with some Autobots in Cuba. Okay. And then we, we find out that the the United States has shut down. They have alien zones where the transformers have had battles so like basically chicago is a no it's like a off-limit zone where they've left the city completely demolished which makes no sense from the last one and they've Mm -hmm. shut it down like a border where where those people all went who knows it's it's crazy that parts of the world and the United States are shut off now because Transformer attacks. That would be... Apparently, half these movies, they travel all over the globe. They, the whole globe would be shut down because everything's been a Transformers event at this point in time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but Chicago's demolished, and we go to Chicago, and but the the funniest part is if we're getting the narration, we're seeing, like, Transformers littering the Earth. Like, oh, one's crashing into Tokyo. One's crashing into... Uh, you know uh, somewhere else they're all, they're just showing all these places and they're being locked down and this agency is watching them right and we basically get little bits of all these different little characters like for some reason we just see these army people we see Mitch Pelegi from uh, X-Files just shows up has like one line of dialogue and never see him it's again it's
1: incredible because i literally i missed it
0: yeah the actor who plays uh Aaron from 24 we have uh, to know
1: that actor's name. He's me. not in a lot.
0: He's not. Like, we've always known him from Aaron because he was in so many seasons of 24. Yeah, he was. Uh, the funniest part about having this actor, this is a Michael Bay, but this is another one of those moments where Michael Bay doesn't remember anything that he puts in his movies <laughs> because in the Transformers 1, he's at a base that gets destroyed by the, uh, uh, I think it's a, I think it's Scorponox or something like that with the scorpion t- uh, transformer, the uh, the um, Decepticon. And he destroys the base and kills Aaron that actor okay, yeah. and then he comes back in every other one of them as some kind of head general
1: yeah but they act like we're we don't remember that he was killed yeah his name it, is glenn Morshower.
0: He, he now he's been back in every single one of these he keeps showing up almost as a general i don't know why he's okay with this and not noticing that he keeps showing up but we've seen all these characters and then we get a shot of a bunch of children and the children go one of the kids says to the bunch of I them, and I'm everything is shot like Michael Bay shots. Like everything is oversaturated in in bright light. Everything always looks hot as shit. Right? It's like Chicago in the hottest day of all time. Yeah. Everything is beautiful blues. Everything is saturated. And everything's always like either tilting on a Dutch angle or zooming in or moving fast. But this was like a tilting shot on a bunch of kids, and the kid says You want to go see a dead, uh, dead robot, like (laughs) like they're in the standby, like they're in standby. Yeah, it is so cringeworthy. I I was like, holy shit, we're in for a terrible thing.
1: Yeah, the dialogue from the beginning was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so these kids, they go into a alien, like a terror, like basically there's friggin' army all over this area, and somehow they get in. To an yeah. alien location spot it's like, in Chicago.
1: Yeah, it's like you'll be shot on site type Area Fifty One yeah. biz, but they just walk right. They in. walk
0: in. Not only do they walk into the zone, they walk into the stadium, the baseball stadium in Chicago, and he goes, "I'm gonna." And there's basically like rubble of alien spaceships, mm-hmm. and. This is like in uh, in uh, Avengers where they're like cleaning it up and they can't let anybody have that tech because God knows what it could do to you. Right. Uh, this they don't give a shit. No, and obviously it. the kids can just get in. He says, "I'm gonna get me a piece of the um of of that of that robot."
1: He said he wants to take a souvenir.
0: A souvenir, and uh, they go. They decide to keep moving on, and in the sh- middle of an abandoned street, there's a down spaceship. With a glass dome on top, and they go and crawl up on it, and they see a transformer's inside,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the transformer moves.
1: Yeah, but he's all fucked
0: up. Yeah, and they scream, and then just then, I guess they get alerted. This new organization uh, ran. It's being run by the actor who we noticed was from Picard for the yeah, first two seasons Rios. of Picard. Yeah, and yeah, R- yeah. Uh, he he shows up, and he's basically like. They dress them all in dark clothes, so you know they're like assholes.
1: Santiago Cabrera.
0: They just yeah. so you know they're bad guys. They're just like dressed all like geared up. None of them like have army colors. They're all dark, and
1: because um, they're a new organization. Oh
0: yeah, they're oh yeah black ops. Yeah, and uh, they see that someone has snuck in, and they got uh, they got some kind of movement, and they send out what I would say is. Uh, ed 209 from robocop like a whole bunch of ed 209 show up <laughs>
1: yeah and
0: they gonna kill children
1: yeah like it looks like a um well not really from star wars but it looks like they one do of those. like mech walker the the yeah. uh
0: rt rt yeah i think that's what they're called i don't know we could be wrong on that um they just show up and they're virtually going to kill these children now I think there's about three or four children in this scene and this woman this girl comes out of nowhere with a trash can robot that look it like a it looks like a, it's a broken down from a moped.
1: It's a Vespa. Oh,
0: it's a Vespa.
1: Yeah, it says Vespa oh. right on his chest.
0: Oh, thank I'm, I I hated this so much. I hated this plot so much. They tried um,
1: to do like a cute little like Wally. Why? You know, you know. To, like
0: there's not enough
1: for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I just mean, thinking.
0: I guess you're right, but God, is this thing terrible? It, it is. It, it does not speak. It, it doesn't th- speak it's like falling apart and it's like all worried nervous this yeah. robot and this girl shoots out and this is also the actress that played dora the explorer in the live action yeah movie. it was her yeah oh, we still haven't seen that by the way i'm um, um,
1: good i don't need to it's gonna be another episode of talking trash that. yeah
0: I, i'm in uh <laughs> so she shows up and she like saves these kids like come with me if you want to live yeah right and and she like kind of gets them and then they they these robots come for blood they tried to kill these children
1: well the sign said it you're gonna be killed if you come in here that's
0: <laughs> wild and i think they finally realized oh these are children maybe we should back off
1: yeah because you can see um the the army guys which includes josh Demel.
0: he hasn't shown he, up yet i don't think Yeah, but
1: he does show up he does um, yeah. in, within minutes and then It's like those are freaking kids you know like just we don't need to kill the kids and um Eh. they can't call off the robots for whatever reason because they they don't
0: well that's when um i think they 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 run through a building a beautiful shot again this is like putting these kids they did a really good job they have to run through a factory as it's blowing up yeah and uh they get them out now there's one kid in the group that won't stop flirting with yeah. the, the, this actress. Yeah. And it's it's very strange. I'm
1: like, this is probably a not a good time when you're getting shot at yeah. by a monster robot.
0: Like- it's weird, too, because he, I think he asks, like, a normal question. And then she's like, dude, I have a boyfriend. Is that what she says? She says something like that. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, uh, he tells his friend, I'm in love with her. Um I don't even know like, what's happening here, right? It, it
1: was just like a kid moment yeah, but it's that we so didn't need weird. in that in that moment in like, that kid, scene.
0: This kid almost got killed. This robots are ki- shooting at them, blowing up buildings, and he's like, Ugh. Yeah. This is oh. a moment to think about this girl. Yeah,
1: body. like he's totally all about her. But even like the, the one kid, at least he had, you know, common sense. Because he he's like, oh, my God, I, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. He was like freaking out. Yeah. And at least that would be real considering what they were just going through. And this other kid's being a little dweeb and he's flirting with the girl. I'm like, okay, this is so stupid.
0: And about Especially when you find out that she hangs out with a robot that's a giant Autobot. That is called Canopy. Now, can you can you imagine what Canopy does?
1: Canopy acts as a canopy. That's what he is. And shields her from danger. Who?
0: At Hasbro, <laughs> what, what were they thinking with these names of these characters? G.I. Joe and, and Transformers, they doubled down on, you know what? <laughs> This Transformer is just named after what they do.
1: I just feel like they just made that one up. Like, that was like a...
0: This one had to be made. Did they uh, yeah. make that up I can't, can't imagine I the kids clamoring to get Canopy.
1: Canopy? I so, mean... So, uh,
0: Canopy is a giant... has a giant rock that looks like rubble on, on his back. And he protects the kids. And the one kid that was flirting with the girl says, Who's this? And she's like, That's my boyfriend. <laughs> and then he goes... How long has that been going on?
1: Oh my god! I know.
0: I was like, "What the fuck?"
1: Yeah, I mean, no, this is not. This is not from Transformers. No, no. just made up. No, this- they,
0: and, and you can tell because they're all really corny. Like as a kid, these toys were pretty friggin' neat. Like they were just so cool. And they know that the the uh, everything was based off. Some toy guy made some toys, and then they made a merchant. They made shows around those toys that those people created to sell the merchandise. and uh of course they there were cheesy names and everything like that but at least they were like getting to what they are Mm -hmm. oh you know this guy's you know this and he's that and oh he's oh he's a you know he's a car and he uh you know oh jazz and and just like stuff like that and canopy so uh, canopy saves them um but he's for some reason the Army has never noticed Canopy and this girl and her little Vespa robot. <laughs> they have never noticed these people. And they also have never noticed a spaceship with a alien still alive in it.
1: Oh, that's true. How
0: long, he How long has there? he been there? How long been
1: sitting there?
0: I, I don't understand this at all. And Canopy is moving. And it's clear that there's a hunk of junk moving in the aerial shot from the satellite. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it took the army forever to figure out that that's there. And even more odd is, I think, in Decepticons hanging out here. It is, oh. I, if I recall, Barricade, who died in Part 2, I believe.
1: Yeah, he showed up.
0: The cop car, I think he died. In, I don't know which one he died in, but he definitely got killed. And it's cool because I think the car even changed here. This cop car is amazing and it even has that uh line of dialogue you know it says instead of uh to serve and protect it's like to enslave and punish and punish it's it's great and uh if this movie if this movie couldn't double down on the corny cringe-worthy dialogue and stuff when uh barricade transforms the um i think the one, one of the lines of dialogue from the quote is on he's got brass knuckles
1: he does. Yeah. He I was control. like, what the
0: fuck? Like, one <laughs> is That's not
1: even. I mean, it, the corny. When they
0: transform, they have, like, gear. Yeah. They have swag, the Transformers. It's, it's so, so corny. It's
1: crazy. What's the name of the. And also, one other thing I noticed is that they all have. I never noticed this before, but you say that, yes, it was in the last one, that they all had, like, more than human faces like their faces all got like superhuman
0: what what happened was when the first one came out people were complaining that the transformers were really hard to tell them apart because they look like piles of junk now unfortunately these guys really worked hard on trying to show you where every part of the car went Mm -hmm. when they transformed they put a lot of work into that but it didn't it didn't come out well in the sense that it was hard for viewers to tell what was happening it just looked like piles of junk were hitting each other. Mm-hmm. So with each ongoing movie, they've tried to tone that down less and less, and also just make it visibly pleasing. So they're starting to get faces. They they've had to keep they, they've had to uh, keep uh, Optimus and and uh, Bumblebee's faces because um, they're kind yeah. of like this the typical ones that we all love Mm -hmm. but every other one that they've introduced has had more of a human face uh if you don't remember like skids and mud flap and all that terrible (laughs) shit that they did i think that was two i don't even remember which one that is um yeah those characters all disappear by the way too um yeah so canopy is moving they see it and then that's when they send in and and also uh for some reason, uh, barricade the uh, the Decepticons watching them, and also the army doesn't see him either. A cop car driving around in an abandoned alien zone.
1: Yeah, and the cop car is so like sleek and and fresh looking, and and they don't even bat an eye. Nothing. No. Nope.
0: And they send in a missile. They 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 scramble fighter jets, and they say, I think they say the word bogey. Which that's like a movie cliche, I believe. I think bogeys are like uh, unidentified um, fighters, mm-hmm. but they know what these are; these aliens on the planet. Like, right. so they scramble them to, to shoot Canopy, and he's block. He's saving the kids, and Canopy gets shot, and it, like mortally wounded. He's dying. And we get a whole scene with a girl crying that he's her only family, her him and the Vespa.
1: And <laughs> the Vespa.
0: that's when Mark Wahlberg shows up.
1: What? No.
0: In a Jeep. Again, the Army never saw this at all a Jeep coming in here.
1: No. Like, you would think that they have, like, some kind of crazy, like, no fly airspace anywhere near no the, drive within, yeah. like, a, like hundreds get in of here? miles radius. You know, no fly, no drive. Like, you know, just a complete and utter quarantine of this area. Exactly. It's easy for freaking four kids to get in there.
0: Yep. And, and a girl's been living in there with a Vespa robot and a giant landmass canopy robot. Yeah. And um Mark Wilberg comes in. He gets to do a whole scene where he's acting cool while he's shooting a gun at some of the robots. I think they they... They do some stuff where they trip the robots and they fall down. Those robots that were coming in from the army. Uh, but Canopy dies and she's crying and he's like, kids, get in my Jeep. I got to get you out of here. And then when the kids are all goofing around while this girl's crying. So any emotional aspect of this scene that we're supposed to have is completely destroyed as the kids are joking around about hot wiring his Jeep. It's just so stupid. It's just like yeah. anything that's happening and. a... Canopy's like uh thank you for being my friend or whatever. And, he, and dies. he dies. And uh Mark Wahlberg's able to get her out of town, and she's like, they lose my family and all that kind of crap. And uh He I don't know. I think uh Bumblebee comes in and helps him here. And uh, like I don't really understand this scene. I think that he might fight uh that uh barricade robot, but I don't really understand any of that. Like, because the kids all of a sudden are out of the movie
1: yeah they're gone like where did they go like they oh they he, were did. In he the Jeep. he he
0: brought them to a fence and he got them through the fence that's right and he said that's "The one right. kid's like hey you're famous i mm-hmm. thought you were just a legend we could get a lot of reward money for turning you in and then he just said how about how would you like a punch in the face come on come on no time let's go what hey hey wait you're that guy no i'm not that guy the one who says transformers so you're just a legend some legend you were too late Go, hey, you go. know there's a reward for turning you in. Really? Yeah. Cool. You want to get punched in the face like really hard? Oh, sure. Mark Wahlberg delivered that perfectly. Yeah. Like he just that that Mark Wahlberg, I don't give a shit. Like phase. you little
1: fucker, I just saved your life. Yeah.
0: I, I guess we should talk about this. Uh let's get
1: Yeah, I, let's
0: get the um elephant in the out of the room or whatever the hell the saying is. Okay. But uh Mark Wahlberg is not the best actor to us. Um... We should just get it out of the no, way
1: No, he's he's not our
0: favorite, now. Um, Mark Wahlberg, to me, is on that list of actors who are very, very lucky.
1: Well, yeah, you know, he started out, first of all, you know, being a punk in Boston, where he's from. Yeah. And he decided he wanted to be a rap artist. And well, he was a model. He Then he became a model, because he got famous. Okay. And, um... His yeah. brother
0: was famous. His
1: brother is Donnie, who's famous, and... Yeah, so he is very lucky. He's
0: very lucky, but I, what I was really referring to is his acting chops.
1: Um, well, he, I don't know why some directors keep hiring him, especially the ones that already have worked I, with him, like Scorsese.
0: But Yeah, we'll yeah. say this right off the bat. We love a lot of his movies. We do. Uh, Boogie Nights is incredible. Uh, we I, We kind of enjoy the corniness of fear uh basketball oh, diaries is good i
1: love fear it's so it's cheesy yeah
0: and i enjoy him being himself but that's who he is In departed he's playing himself yeah he's that joke uh that they did on snl with uh uh say hello to your mother for me it, it's him it's him i mean that is dead on him yeah. he didn't like the joke either on snl it was like famous like he did not like i'm
1: it. sure he didn't because he, it was
0: too serious for him but yeah, and... Uh,
1: he was funny in Ted. We like Ted.
0: Oh, absolutely. He's definitely got... He can bring... He can do stuff that's... He could read the stuff and do the characters that are funny or whatever or okay. or or being a badass or whatever. He could do it. I just don't think he has the acting chops to really, like, carry, like, great scenes. Like, I just think that he's fine. So I will say that in 4, we were thinking that he was one of the worst parts yeah and in, in part four like i just could not get into his character i couldn't get into his uh all the characters with him he's got like a underage daughter and she was dating a guy that was way older than her it was very weird and i think they had tj miller in there and it was his best friend or something he was like a stoner Yeah, very odd and uh here he's not that bad i think really because there's it's not about the acting; it's about the stunts and his physicality, For are sure. like definitely bringing him to here. So when he's saying these funny lines, just like looking at the camera and being like, "Do you want to punch in the face?" It's perfect because that's like Mark Wahlberg being exactly what he should be in a movie. Mm-hmm. So he kind of works, although again, this is far from Shakespeare. Right? So, I mean. What? Yeah, I mean. See,
1: complete Othello. Yeah,
0: seeing Mark Wahlberg walk around with an alien handgun when it, it's not necessary. Because the human. I'm going to. Look, let's just say this too. The Transformers and the humans are the worst. They can't do anything. The transformers never seem to be able to kill anything when they need to, and then suddenly they're OP later on. And the mm-hmm. humans always seem to be their own; they're important for some strange, like, forced-in plot point. But they run around and they they never get killed, and you're like, they're not doing anything but getting in the way.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: It, it's, and then they're like, oh no, never mind. Now it's important, so it's going to be a part. It, it that's how these movies are, and it is so odd because. Watching him shoot at robots with a handgun is like, dude, you're not doing anything. Yes. It's like throwing stones at them. The like, sheer
1: size and magnitude of these these things. And he's shooting a handgun at, at them.
0: A robot handgun like, that okay. he
1: has. You just look like a damn yeah.
0: fool. And again, it's one of those movies that his friends are all robots that can drive and turn into cars. But he's driving a non-robot. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, why, why is would he, he driving it? a jeep?
0: When he's got Bumblebee hanging out with him.
1: Yeah, but he also has a... What's his name? Butch? No. What's
0: There's a, a whole tank bunch guy, of... Them? The I tank... don't... John Goodman.
1: John Goodman. What is he? What's his name in this? Who, who
0: knows? Just just call him Sarge, because it's just a big joke.
1: <laughs> Everything's a joke. He's got, like, a cigar. Oh, it's
0: ridiculous. It's like, he was in the last one, too. It's I, so
1: funny. So,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, Mark Wahlberg comes in. He saves the kids. Uh, the girl says, I'm not leaving. This is my home.
1: Hound. Yeah. Um
0: And... <laughs> mark Wahlberg goes now remember the army is watching them on satellite but then they're not anymore right because mark Wahlberg is able to go back into the the no the off-limit zone and go investigate that robot that's alive in that ship
1: yes so wait three seconds ago you were running for your life out of this like you know military zone and then you go back there and he goes back and nobody's waiting for him or like there's no there's still nobody there there's no military presence like yeah he just goes in they
0: destroyed their robots they destroyed property of the united states this is like they would never stop hunting him right at this moment and especially when they've been looking for him forever they killed a giant transformer a minute ago named Canopy. right yeah um so he goes back to that crash ship that the kids found which I can't. I don't even know how he knows it's there because obviously nobody seems to know except the kids and Mark Wahlberg. Right. Um. His name is uh something to see. Right. Cade. Cade. Um. Yeah. He goes up to the ship and uh the glass is uh I think back after it broke.
1: No, there's like um
0: the, the glass dome was, above it, the robot. It was
1: shattered, but there was like a hole in it, so you can see in the hole. But so- then
0: he's com- it's completely gone in the next shot. And he goes and talks to the robot through it. Oh, he yeah, goes, you're oh, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's so bad. Yeah. Okay, film flow. Oh, it's bad. That's the first you know, of many. Oh, I, I think there was other ones too. But, uh, uh, well, we had the glass bottle that he was drinking alcohol from. Was, oh, like, that's totally right. Totally of the wrong like Jameson. period of time. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a screw top. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> But he talks to the robot. The robot is dying. I, I guess it stayed alive long enough. To meet somebody, I don't really understand, but I couldn't understand half of its dialogue. And it it looks like a samurai kind of robot or something. It looks like it has armor on, and it hands him, it tries to hand him a talisman, which, by the way, the robot holding it looks like a giant, I would say, imagine holding out a pizza. Yeah. And then when Mark Wahlberg gets it or it's holds it, tiny. it's tiny. It's
1: like a little. like it's, It looks it's, like a frisbee. It looks like a necklace.
0: <laughs> it doesn't even look. It's smaller than a frisbee, so I'm, I'm not doing it justice. Uh,
1: <laughs> they also go through size A bagel issues. bite. A bagel bite it all of a sudden. It looks like a bagel bite.
0: Uh, the robot uh, just dies. Right, He's trying to help the robot. And later. So right after this, we're told from another group of people that that robot is. Older than the Autobots, the older than Optimus Prime and all of the characters they've already met. So he's just been laying there for like 50 years in Chicago. No, how come no one's ever noticed this? I mean, it's not
1: freaking possible because he's bleeding yeah, green. He just
0: crashed this week. I, I didn't understand that at but all. How did
1: they not know? How did they, first of all, not know that the crash happened because exactly. they're supposed to be monitoring this zone? Yes. But he's been dying. Because he's been bleeding out.
0: He's just been laying there waiting? That's a thing in these movies, too, because a couple other robots just wake up when someone does something near them, and they've been laying there forever.
1: Yeah, I don't understand Uh, this.
0: It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know that the the
1: Autobots are in hiding because of the situation. Yeah. You know, but uh, otherwise, I mean, this thing is dying. He's been dying for, what, a century?
0: Uh, Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Well, Cade or Mark Wahlberg, he... uh, he feels bad that the, uh, the the robot died but he didn't want to take the talisman he's like you don't owe me anything and uh he exactly at that time the new agency shows up and they put guns on him now he just hung out long enough he's a wanted criminal he hung out long enough and put himself in jeopardy to get completely surrounded by the the, uh, the organization that's in charge of this and they completely surround him with guns and uh, that uh, Santos actor, uh, Rios, whatever his name is, um, he uh, he's like the head of it. They all have guns. He He's like, uh, let it go. And as we see that all this is happening, the talisman kind of comes alive, becomes like a spider creature, and crawls over into uh, Mark Wahlberg's truck, I believe. Yes. Uh, well, right at this time, the, the agency's like, they're going to kill Mark Wahlberg.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, can I just interrupt you? One second, I just want to clarify something. TRF is the name of the organization, and it's called Transformers Reaction Force.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have told me that. It's
1: dumber. It's dumber than you thought it was.
0: Transformers.
1: Reaction
0: Force. Why would Force. they call it Transformers? They're not even known as that. I know. Because... They never say transformers in these movies, do they? No, um,
1: we just know them as
0: transformers, right? I think
1: I think Vivian, one of the character Vivian, did say. Transformers.
0: She said transformer.
1: I think so, but
0: I don't remember. They called call them, them
1: Autobots.
0: Well, Autobots are the good ones.
1: And the yeah. The, the Autobots Decepticons. and Decepticons. And. I don't think they ever say the the military. Do they never
0: know say their species as transformers? I guess. Why did I think that never happened? I don't know. I Why feel did like I it... think that was just like one of those things that we know? <laughs> you know, like all oh, oh, those are Transformers, you know? The one who says
1: Transformers so you're just a legend. Yeah, no, it maybe that's they, a thing.
0: Okay, maybe they do say it. Uh, but I'm an idiot. Probably said it a lot. But uh, I love that they call them Transformers. you think they would call them Alien Reaction Force or something like that.
1: I mean, yeah, they are but aliens. Because
0: they know them as aliens. Yeah. It's like when you when you complained about it during the movie, they kept saying the word robot, and they're like, they're not robots, they're aliens. Right, I,
1: that's what I said. I complained about it. When we were watching the movie. I'm like, why are they calling them robots?
0: Yeah, just because they're made out of machine parts yeah. doesn't mean they're not a species.
1: It's it's so weird. I, I
0: don't. Anyway,
1: know. so back to what yeah. you're saying. So, sorry uh, to interrupt.
0: Right at that time that everybody's gonna kill each other, that's where Bumblebee jumps in and look. As bad as these movies are. The stunts, the cinematography, the, the just the film editing, and the special effects are killer. Uh, Bumblebee jumps in and does an entire slow motion ass kicking of the soldiers and like puts guns on some of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Mark Wahlberg does too. But they come in and so one of the characters shoots Bumblebee and he explodes into all of his parts. Now, I've never seen this happen in one of these movies. Usually when that happens, they die. We've yeah. seen a lot of robots being torn apart and died
1: I was gonna ask you how this is I a do thing not now know. because they they shot him like he was in the middle of transforming from the car to bumblebee like and then right in midair they shoot him and he just blasts into all these different parts but then he comes back together
0: yeah and Mark Wahlberg's is like you made a mistake. And he comes back together, and all of his parts are beating the, their asses.
1: It's so as crazy. As he comes back
0: together. It and looks like, great.
1: Yeah, each individual part, though, like his one arm grabs and His foot the-
0: kicks someone in the face. Yeah. His arm kicks, his hand kicks someone in his face, hit hits somebody. And yeah. it's all happening while Mark Barber also pretending to do something to the soldiers, like he's shooting at them or whatever. And like, oh, yeah, they just got to make sure he looks like something's happening. No one's paying attention to you. There's a transformer flying together in pieces. Like, it's amazing looking. Yeah. Um, and I would just say that a flying metal transformer foot punch kicking one of these people, that guy's dead.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm just laughing
0: every time I see yeah. that. I'm like, oh, that guy's head is twisted. Uh, <laughs> he comes back together. And that's when Josh Dumel comes, shows up. And he's basically like, guys, stop. Put your guns down. And he's like... Basically telling Mark Wahlberg, like, look, I also want to have peace with him. I, I, he knows Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. He's like B. And, and Bumblebee's like not having it. And he's like, I didn't turn my back on you, but this is how it is. This, the America doesn't want this. We've been attacked by, we've lost too many people. We can't have this, but we also can't be at each other's throats. We got to stop this. And they're like, well... Basically, Mark Wahlberg's like, uh, you picked a side. And uh, they all put their guns down, and uh, that allows Bumblebee and him to flee. And uh, I guess, I don't know if we cut to it, because there's so many characters. I think we get, like, there's this girl, and she she's, like, a, in, she's a, I, I believe in the UK, she's a museum. Uh,
1: yeah, so we cut to Vivian. She, okay, so she... This woman, I don't remember her name this actress, but she is literally the British Megan Fox. Yes. It seems like Michael Bay just went out of his way to try and replicate Megan Fox the only way that he knew how. Because he couldn't get her to do this. Um, I don't know why, but I mean, this girl's very pretty.
0: Oh, she's wearing her the name, tightest thing to tell people about museum exhibits.
1: Yeah, her name is Laura Haddock. She, she is actually wearing a beautiful dress, and she is um, they, they kind of go out of their way to make her seem like she's like, a kind of like not a basket case, but like she fumbles around, she's late for work. She doesn't seem to be on her game, but
0: later then, on, that doesn't seem, later like on, it's, I didn't even know it was the same character.
1: Yeah. You actually had to ask I had me to ask is, you. where's the girl in the beginning. I'm like, that is the girl in the beginning. She me. did a complete turn into a different person. Like, she gets to work and she, like, crashes her car into some bicycles that are there. And she has she, glasses. She has glasses and, and she's she nerdy. Have at the end. And then she doesn't. It's like she just transforms. Oh, you see what oh, I did? Do you see what I did? They
0: did. They did that. They
1: did that. But yeah, so, like,. Then they, they just make her look all hot and then she's so what she is is she works at a museum and she's a little smarty pants and she she's, gives tours to the kids about
0: about ancient, the Knights of the Rain, I'll tell
1: you Yeah, so Knights of the Round Table and Merlin and all
0: that stuff, which Yeah, paintings is, of and stuff yeah, apparently.
1: It's convenient. It's convenient for later on in the plot. So that's what she does and she And Anthony
0: Hopkins is watching her.
1: Anthony Hopkins is watching her, yeah. Which is Creep Factor Eleven. What's going on here?
0: I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> we also get Tony Hale as a um, science like I don't know if he's working for NASA or whatever but apparently he's monitoring space and he is being Tony Hale like ridiculous and then he notices something's coming into the atmosphere oh and yeah he sees something so he's like alert uh, get them on the phone get the get the um, Pentagon on the phone right now and then uh, I guess he tells them, that apparently there is an orbit-sized moon coming toward Earth.
1: That can wipe out tens of billions of people, And of course, the guy's
0: like... Like, like, what? And he's like in his show um, Veep, because Mm -hmm. everybody's like, eh, rush it. Tell me, stop telling me nerdy stuff, not Uh, important. Is this going to be bad? And they're like... This is going to be the end of the world. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's going to be bad dummy.
0: It's so but, stupid.
1: Oh, I wanted to tell you really quick. Remember how I said 30 seconds ago that this Laura Haddock actress, I didn't know her? She's Meredith Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah,
0: yeah. She's also in uh, uh, Captain America 1. Is like an autograph thing. She, she, I mean, you wouldn't even know because she really hardly has anything to do in those movies. She only has little bits.
1: True, true. But she's pretty. Very pretty. And... And she definitely has that look like they put the whole thing on her. Like they give her the dark hair, the eyelashes. She's full Megan Fox. Yeah, she is the British Megan Fox. In yeah. this. But anyway, continue on.
0: Um, yeah, we're getting these little shots of different characters. But we're getting a lot of characters, a lot of plot. Uh, apparently, Optimus Prime is still floating in space from the last movie where he's frozen in space. He gets picked up by the remnants of Cybertron. And we are introduced to a female Transformer that doesn't look like a Transformer. She just basically looks just like a robot alien type thing.
1: She looks pretty, but I feel like I've seen that figure somewhere before.
0: Her name is... No. No. no? I don't know this character. Quintessa? Quintessa. And she picks up Optimus Prime and basically tortures him. And we get little bits of this throughout the movie that she is torturing him and telling him that she, that she needs to bring back Cybertron. They he has to go to Earth, which is actually Unicron.
1: Yeah, now that's where I was confused because she actually said the the hum are we um, know them know this planet, planet as Unicron, and I'm just like. Wait, I thought that was another Transformer. It is.
0: And and so I'm very baffled by this plot line. She says, you have to go to Earth and drain Unicron of its power, killing the Earth. But that's the only thing we can funnel the power into Cybertron and bring Cybertron back. And she basically keeps torturing him into this. And you know that she's getting him to believe it. Basically like uh, brainwashing him. I yeah. guess, right?
1: That's what I'm getting. Yeah,
0: and, and it's funny because you, and there was a halfway through the movie where we went, oh, yeah, what about what about happened to Optimus? <laughs> and I, know. I think you asked me, like, and I said, I think there's a whole another 45 minutes still. I so yeah, I and I was like, half. no,
1: you're kidding. There cannot be 45 yeah. minutes
0: left. Well, let's just talk about this Unicron thing. Here's what bothers me, okay? Because we just saw the new movie, the Beast Wars, or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it was, this new movie. Uh, the villain is Unicron. Unicron mm-hmm. sends uh, Scourge. I believe, to Earth in the... This is the past this takes place in. He sends him through a portal to uh, gather planets. He's virtually like a Herald of Galactus from Marvel Comics, like the Silver Surfer. And Unicron... Scourge has to find this thing that's a beacon that can open a portal for Unicron to come through and eat the Earth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh So Unicron's coming to eat himself?
1: Yeah, I don't understand.
0: I don't understand any of this. And to, to hammer this in, we see that in the middle of the desert, there's the horn of Unicron sticking out of the damn desert.
1: Yeah, so he's there.
0: So they're saying that the Earth is Unicron.
1: Yeah. He's he's like I in don't the Earth.
0: I don't understand any of this plot. I don't get this. I mean, I would say I don't get half this fucking movie. I mean, it gets even more wild as it continues. And it's, it's fucking baffling. Uh... So uh, what, what what was that? a couple of... There's so many things. Like I know that there's like a lot of problems with uh, where locations are, but it doesn't matter. We we follow Mark Wahlberg now. He lives... For some reason, the Army doesn't know how to follow him from the base, the, from the Chicago.
1: So he's in North Dakota now.
0: Yeah, He At just shows point. up in North Dakota. He basically lives on a junkyard.
1: He lives in a junkyard, but he's... Yes, and so... The, um, and one the,
0: no thing, one no, no one can track him
1: this movie does jump around from location to location i mean we're in cuba we're in oh, egypt we're in I all mean, these movies do and I all can't keep over up. the place yeah. um which also makes you wonder how the hell did they get here like oh, they
0: travel by map like I instantly mean, they portal jump it's, it's
1: crazy, crazy. Yeah. so so now he's in north dakota in a a scrap pile um like a junkyard vehicle junkyard and it seems as though other Autobots
0: they all are, there.
1: are hiding there. That's where they hide. So It's
0: huge, by the way. It's
1: a huge place. And he has entered this ridiculous trope of a character. Um, it's another guy that he's got working with him i don't even remember the guy's name because he's...
0: It, it's but he's not very unimportant he's just here for one-liners yeah. and, jimmy
1: uh, jimmy yeah but like he's the trope he just you know he's that every guy that they put in the movie just to make you know funny one-liners here and there but they're not funny it's just like okay
0: you're... It, he's supposed to be us reacting you know the, it, yeah. michael bay loves those characters that are out of their element mm-hmm. and they react to everything like comedic relief you know the comic relief and that's this character. He actually says that he f- um, found Mark Wahlberg in the wanted ads and he came to work with him. And now he can't leave because he's a, he'll be a criminal because he's a, aiding and abetting. He's aiding
1: and abetting a known fugitive. So now he just works in this junkyard with him and, and watches the... His the, job is to watch the Autobots and make sure they don't...
0: Which, when we say the Autobots, we first off, we have uh, a samurai... Autobot. Okay, that person. I say person. A... I
1: mean, Drift is the not Drift. person, but the Autobot is Drift.
0: Wow, how did you remember that?
1: Um, they said it.
0: Oh, okay. And he's then... played by Ken Watanabe. Oh,
1: Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then
0: he's standing on a knife. He's bouncing on a <laughs> knife on top of a car that somehow hasn't pierced the car.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I don't understand that. The I weight was like, of him. The yeah. The
1: weight of him would he have went right through. through.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's twirling on it.
1: So, that's the thing.
0: So, okay. Okay, he's doing that. We also have what you said was John Goodman, who is a uh, giant army truck guy.
1: Hound. Hound. Hound, yeah. I was, I was asking you, what is his cigar made out of? Because he literally is... Yeah. He's, you know who he is? He's Hoffman in the Gears of War every series with, like, you know, how he's got the gruffness and...
0: Don't even say Hoffman. Just go back to who everybody's ripping off, which is in Aliens everybody's ripping off um what's his face in aliens uh, okay. uh, the, the, the cap, the guy you know he says uh uh rise and shine you know uh
1: asses and elbows, elbows. yeah you know a
0: a punk thank you everybody's ripping him off everybody everybody has ripped that character off um yeah this character he's just a giant stereotype for an army guy who's obsessed with guns we also have Grimlock a giant t-rex robot I also have a giant uh, uh Tyrannosaurus. Wait,
1: now are, are they robots? Yeah. Okay. They
0: actually can transform into the the So
1: they're actual, not aliens.
0: No, they're they're Transformers. They're Autobots.
1: Okay. Well, at first I thought that the T-Rex when we saw him was uh, a Decepticon. But no, that's no, not no. the case. Oh,
0: no. Grimlock is totally an Autobot. Okay. Uh, we found out that apparently he was here on Earth and saw a dinosaur, and that's how he got his his shape. So okay. that, again, Transformers were here.
1: 65 million years ago. Even longer now. ago.
0: I don't understand anything. It
1: it's like I was dying in the spaceship all I can't, that
0: time. I can't, yes, that guy was in. <laughs> fucking way. What the fuck? Um, I know oh there's God. another one in here.
1: Um, I wait, think there's the like guy,
0: two more Transformers well, in this jungle at yard. Uh, but we also get
1: well. Megatron uh, shows up.
0: Well, that's later. But, way later.
1: Okay. Oh um, well, yeah! Shout out to my boy though, Frank Walker.
0: Yeah, replacing Hugo Weaving as um, the voice of Megatron.
1: Um, and then we got Cogman. Cogman. Well,
0: oh, we haven't got to that yet, Joe. Oh
1: I'm just, I'm just I'm just naming them off.
0: We do well, get a uh, Bumblebee's also part of the junkyard. I think there's two more guys. Uh, they they don't even matter. Um, and then we get. A, a reunion of uh, the Big Lobowski characters because we also have Steve Buscemi uh, shows up as a trader Autobot who it's, shows up and everybody it, doesn't like him. I think his name is even Day Trader. It's
1: Day Trader. Yeah, yeah. so
0: bad. He shows up to <laughs> basically just add exposition for the movie because he comes to give um, Bumblebee a voice box. Because they're trying to face B, his voice. Yes. and so he shows up, and everybody doesn't like him. All the Transformers don't like him. Oh, and by the way, I forgot that little annoying Transformer from all the movies is back.
1: Wheelies? No.
0: He's a tiny little Transformer. Name? He's so annoying. He's like uh... talks like, "Yeah, I hate everybody." Oh. Everyone shut up. And they also have, for some reason, a bunch of smaller dinosaur Transformers. Yeah.
1: Oh, squeeps, squeaks.
0: It doesn't matter. He's not in the movie after this. Disappears <laughs> from the film completely. Um,
1: so they try to fix Bumblebee, but we but okay. Well, they, no,
0: they get he was supposed to come there to get the part, but he sees the talisman and goes, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Where'd you get that?" And then he goes, uh, "Not that it's real. It's probably fake. There's no way you would have it." Anyways, I'll take it off your hands if you don't need it. And he's like, "No, the fact that you you want it so bad means that it's important, mm. right?" And uh, he's like, whatever. He's like, anyways, all I'm going to tell you is that show- that talisman showing up is one of the first signs of the apocalypse. And they're like, oh, whatever, day trader. Everybody hates you. Get out of here. And he leaves. <laughs> uh, he does give them a voice box. And we find out that the girl and her terrible Vespa robot have snuck on his in his car and have showed up in the base and they want to stay with them.
1: Okay, but can we also s- just state for the record that, of course, this is another freaking trope that there's always another, like a kid. Always a kid that you gotta can, take care that, of. You gotta take care of, but they're amazing at fixing things. Oh, she's amazing at it. Like Michaela in the first and second Transformers, right? She was an expert mechanic with her. Buying ass, hanging out freaking from under the hood and all that. She was an expert mechanic. Okay, great. Okay.
0: We got another expert yeah, expert uh, yeah. mechanic here.
1: So this girl, she's 14 years old, and she's the one that played Dora. And um, so, yeah, she... They
0: have a whole scene of trying to, like, oh, I want to stay, and, uh, well, you can't stay. And Then they share their trauma. They both have... the Mark Wahlberg can't contact his daughter from the last one because once he does, he'll be arrested.
1: Yeah, because they'll know his location, and he's wanted by the FBI. And he hasn't
0: been able to see her. She's in college. Yeah, That's how they wrote her out of this series. I love this because this movie acts like none of the characters from any of the movies because they keep having problems with them all, and they just go, ah, they don't exist anymore.
1: Who played his daughter in the, in the I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Okay. What was the name of that one? I don't know. The Fall of Cybertron.
0: Was it Dark Side of the Moon, or...? Was that the one before? No, it? Dark
1: of the Moon. We're not in Pink Floyd. Whatever. It
0: doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> That's what you said to me during our yeah. podcast.
0: Um. So, yeah. Uh. So, I guess she's going to stay and she's going to help. And uh, they put uh, Bumblebee's voice box in and it's a woman's voice. Yeah. So, now Bumblebee's got a female voice and he's mad it's about like, it. Eh. And... Yeah, now if I can only remember what the fuck happens next.
1: I don't remember either. There's too much shit going on.
0: I mean, there's a lot of uh, exposition jumping and forth and going back and forth. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit that happens. I'm not going to be able to remember half of it. But I will say that for some strange reason, the United States government decides to team up with Megatron. Who I, well, now also I'm going to point out that Megatron became Galvatron. Yeah, and Galvatron is no, I guess, no more because Megatron's back to being Megatron and he teams up with the United States government. I don't understand any of this plot. For some reason, they trust him more than Bumblebee and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. They and, and by the way, this guy, that actor from Picard, he hates Mark Wahlberg's guts and he hates the Autobots. He wants to kill them all. But he's okay. With teaming up with the villain that destroyed cities.
1: Exactly. That's what, I mean, first of all, I'll talk about a stupid plot point. Like, why are you okay with this? Yeah. Like, he, you wanna team up with fucking Megatron?
0: Josh Dumel like, goes, what? yeah, he goes to a black site in a warehouse that's just an abandoned dark warehouse with Aaron from 24 standing in the middle of it at a desk. I think he actually says something like, I like the quiet here that's how they wrote that scene why am i in the middle of nowhere in a dark warehouse waiting for you because i like it in the dark i don't like it to be bothering me that, what the fuck so josh mel goes up to him and he goes look we're trying to figure out there's something that they're after and everybody's after and now we we got to stop this thing that's coming toward earth and the only way to do it is the megatron and megatron is contacting us for a deal and we, we should team up with Megatron so we can find out what he knows? He made contact with TRF, snatched up two
1: CIA case officers, said he wants to negotiate. With him, what the hell does he want? Certain alien associates of his released. The Department of Justice has okayed it so long as the U.S. military watches his every move. You're going to be on point because he is not our friend. We've made deals with the devil before during times of crisis. If we're gonna get through this, we have got to open the door and let the monsters inside. There's a weapon out there of unimaginable power, a threat to our very existence, and Megatron can lead us to it.
0: So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to win him over to our side. And the way that they do that is they meet Megatron in the middle of a desert with five lawyers. <laughs> this is one of the dumbest fucking scenes I have ever seen. them. And this is like goes out of its way to ruin Transformers for me. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, I loved this shit. I, this is made me just facepalm throughout the whole thing. What
1: was the point of the lawyers? I, I don't okay. understand. With so them, is Meg- Megatron going to sign a contract?
0: They are. They're doing a verbal <laughs> contract where Megatron is asking basically for the release of prisoner tra- Um. Decepticons.
1: Yeah, so he goes down a list of oh, which ones he holy
0: wants crap. to we, be released. Not only do we get a scene with, this is supposed to be funny. We get a scene of Megatron, the villain Megatron, asking Josh Duhamel for certain inmates. And we get to see a title card freeze frame, like this is Suicide Squad, yep. of the characters he's asking for and, and having them do stand-up. And have the lawyers be like, oh, you can't have that one. He's too crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they, they actually have one. It's like, I want this Decepticon. W- one is like a, a tiny little thing with a mohawk. His name is literally Mohawk. Uh, it's Mohawk. And he's like obnoxious. And he's like, "Um, I need that one. Why would he want that one? Right. And then he goes, I want this other. And he basically names a whole bunch of Transform- uh, uh, Decepticons. He asks for this one. They're like, Oh, he robbed a bank and he didn't even take any money.
1: Yeah. Uh, what the
0: fuck is this? And then all, one of them's like jokes and looks at the camera. He's got gold chains. He's
1: got gold chains. Yeah. The
0: stuff to come with gold chains mm-hmm. being taken in like an inmate with his with handcuffs on with just little human cops. I'm yeah. like,
1: what the fuck is this? Like, what it, is this? It was so Who beyond ridiculous. Yeah. It was beyond ridiculous. It was like they just wanted to show us those transformers, and that was their way to do it. Like we're not going to put them in the movie for a, indefinitely. They'll just show up here and there.
0: Why would we get a sequence of showing us the villains? I don't know. They, they have the villains get more play in this film than the, the the good guys. It's true. And the funniest part is the villains are all killed almost instantaneously. Mm -hmm. So all of the setup is for fucking nothing. Nothing.
1: Uh, This is Michael Bay wasting time. That's what he's doing. But why?
0: It's all, every time you see a CG, it's money being thrown away. Exactly. So when it's bad CG, like useless CG scenes, you're like, why did
1: they do this? Yeah, why?
0: So yeah, what we get is um, them, all the lawyers accepting the release of certain Decepticons to give Megatron his his army
1: This is the most ridiculous stupid plot. You're literally giving Megatron this kind of power. You're releasing his goons. And and you're you think that the world is just going to be safe?
0: Yeah, one like, of them's like a mass murderer, they say. One of them. Yeah, yeah, like that's this this is a I mean, great Megatron idea. Is, yeah.
1: But you don't trust Bumblebee and you don't trust Mark Wahlberg, but you're going to let these lunatics out of prison? Like, I, I just, yeah. I don't... And understand. what's the
0: first thing they do? The Decepticons get together and they go after Mark Wahlberg because they have, they know that he has something that'll lead to the staff that they're looking for. Apparently, the staff from uh, Merlin is some kind of attachment to taking the energy from the Earth to give it to, to Cybertron. And um, Quintessa is calling Megatron, telling him to get the staff for him, to her, so they can take the planet and bring back Cybertron for him, Megatron, so they can live on Cybertron again. And they're like, okay, we're in. So they go to attack Mark Wahlberg's junkyard. But Mark Wahlberg gets a heads up that they're coming into town, and they allow half of them to flee into an abandoned city. And by the way... This is you said North Dakota. It is so bright. It looks like desert. Like I don't know where yeah, the, where I, they are. This town is just an abandoned town.
1: I don't know, but they did put I, us a thing on the screen saying it was North Dakota.
0: Which I kept going. Are they back in Chicago now? And you said no. No, that's so the jump like,
1: location to location.
0: It's so crazy. They, they're uh,
1: using a transporter.
0: What what? what <laughs> what's really funny is Megatron and five of his goons show up at the um, junkyard. And that John Goodman robot is there to fight them off. Yeah. He stayed behind to fight them off. And he shoots at them, they shoot him, and then he disappears. They don't show anything with that character for a while. I actually was like, whatever happened to him?
1: And he comes back later.
0: Yeah, they actually cut back to the a junkyard, and uh, Megatron's like, they fled. and we're like what happened to the guys that's still behind to fight you guys like did did someone get killed or whatever should i worry about who cares
1: but didn't Uh, they didn't they get a call And it was um or they actually yeah they got a call and they said we need you to meet us here and it was the butler anthony hopkins it's not come into play and that's why they flee north dakota and that's how they they flee because anthony anthony it's going it's the next one it's the next scene right that's how they get
0: out that's how they get out because i don't think it happens yet though
1: well they're running they're
0: no because there's a whole battle scene in that abandoned city Hmm. well that's what i was going to get at like they 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 fled to this abandoned city that mark Wahlberg says that he has um set up the whole place as like a trap oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. You're and right. so You're the right. decepticons yeah. are
0: like they fled and uh I, I, this is really funny is that day trader robot uh said oh look what i found in the city i found starscream's head yeah which by the way got destroyed when starscream got killed and it gives megatron a scene to pick it up like shakespeare and go oh a traitor um too bad you wouldn't be able to get to see this us winning the day
1: hey, did it's he, like, he what even a- get killed in that state I
0: don't even no, he know. said. He said that he found it in the state where it was. Oh, but oh, oh okay. His head was destroyed. It was in perfect condition when they, they found it. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. This is another fuck up. Um. So yeah, uh, Megatron and his goons go to that abandoned city, and uh, they're all hiding. They uh, Mark Wahlberg, the um, his sidekick guy, and that girl all go into a building to hide. The other just dis- um, Autobots who fled with them are gone. From the scene yeah I don't
1: um, see them for that
0: Vespa robots with a girl and for some reason decides to hide behind some some uh, stuff in the middle of the street and it tips all of it all over and then the the septic comes know the way they are and they have a battle and basically that's when the Autobots show up to fight them and what's really odd here is they fight in front of uh traffic lights which are electrical lines hanging in the sky and it they had the cg around this electrical lines and they never once hit it yeah and they're fighting underneath it and i kept going i was staring i couldn't stare at it stop staring at because i'm like they couldn't they didn't even there's no reason there's no way they're not hitting it and i couldn't stop staring at it like it was distracting to me because i'm like they filmed this here and these are practical effects with explosions and cars crushing and things happening that they had to do in real time and then cg over it but i was like they never did anything with this power line and that these damn poor animators had to animate it around it mm-hmm. and never hit it yep. I, and i was like holy shit i could not stop staring how weird it was and it's not the first they do it multiple times over and over and over again it's really weird it's really strange um but yeah um for some reason now because this isn't enough having the autobots and the Decepticons fighting in the street the black ops people the what do we call them
1: what are they the transformers reaction force or some shit
0: <laughs> they send out drones which lets mark Wahlberg's um his sidekick guy go what are those right <laughs> And the drones attack them, and they have a fight in a building with the drones. And one of the—it's the dumbest fucking scene because the the sidekick guy goes, "Wait a minute! I'll watch. I'll take care of it." They take facial recognition, so he stands in front of it.
1: Yeah, like here, take my picture.
0: Yeah, and, and by the <laughs> way, these drones are it's shooting stupid. live bullets at them and blowing up walls, yes. and they're like hiding in a church. It's a beautiful scene. Yeah. Again, it's like. Michael Bay blowing up beautiful things like, I, I cannot know. believe it. I was it.
1: like, I know he's not really Stained blowing this up, but light. it's it just was really yeah. beautiful.
0: And this guy's like, oh, wait, they're shooting live rounds, but for some reason, if I stand out and you open it, it won't kill me?
1: Yeah.
0: And Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> like, you're an idiot. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And now, of course, the drone's like, you know what? Now I'm not going to shoot you, but I'm going to shoot you with a beanbag in the chest. Yes. And it what? flies... It knocks him through an entire wall and Jimmy. onto a sink.
1: Yeah, the, the Jimmy, the sidekick yeah.
0: guy. He crushes the whole sink down and on it, top of it.
1: It was a funny scene because he's like, what? oh, my God. What, it was a pleasure this? working with you. He, says, he thinks he's dying t-. or something. And then he's like, oh. Mark Wahlberg's like, why are you saying that? He and says, I he love like, you. He says, I love you, man. And he's like, Why are you saying that? And he goes, because I'm dying. He's like, it was a beanbag. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's no hole in your chest, <laughs> you idiot.
0: He's like, oh, I feel feels like my whole life flash, man. my here. Uh, that
1: was the one scene I laughed at.
0: <laughs> there was a couple. There was a couple. Oh, we were dying at the end of this movie. Oh, there at was the, some end, stuff yeah, at the end, yeah, yeah. But
1: so far, I didn't laugh at all. And then I laughed. Can you at that? believe
0: we're not even inched into this thing yet? You
1: know, we're just going to speed this along because I'm at some point, I mean, we're. <sighs> this is so wild. Huh? I mean, th-
0: okay, so okay, um, this kid. So they run out and they get a call. Uh, from some kind of thing to meet up at this building?
1: Yeah, it was a... We don't know if it's a person at this phone call, but we assume it's a person. And then they he says to them, meet here, and I can help you. I
0: know we're speeding this up. I know there's a lot more to this, but uh, they go into a an elevator that has... A, uh, and by the way, when... Um, I forgot to say this, but the talisman comes and jumps on uh, Mark Wahlberg's arm and attaches itself to his body. Mm -hmm. And it's like a robot crawling around his body now. And the moment that that it hits him and and gets activated onto his body, um, we see that Anthony Hopkins and a robot man are alerted.
1: Picture like a steampunk C-3PO.
0: Yes, which I actually think they say. And he says, says, Master, it's happened. We've been alerted.
1: Mm-hmm. And now
0: somehow this robot beams through the area where Mark Wahlberg is, I guess.
1: Okay, so now first of all, he's in an one, elevator. He let the record show that Anthony Hopkins is in England. Yes, that is, and he's in this beautiful castle.
0: So how did this Cog, Cogsworth? <laughs> I think his name is Cogsworth. How did he Isn't get Cogsworth? Co- it is. Is it Cogswell?
1: Cogswell. Oh Jesus. Cogswell. Jesus.
0: Cogswell beams to where Mark Wahlberg is, so he can meet up with him. And he opens an elevator, and he gets in the ele- and he says, uh, "What are you, a leprechaun?" I I, didn't I don't get understand this. that. And then he says, "Oh, that's offensive." I I don't know.
1: I I missed the whole. I missed the I, opening of oof, that.
0: This I don't know, but I will say that Cogs, Cogswell, Cogsworth, Cogsworth whatever.
1: <laughs> I can't. I don't Cogsman, know. Cogsman uh cogsman oh my god is it cogsman i it's think
0: it is hog something or other. he shrinks and grows constantly throughout this movie they could not figure out what size he was supposed to be there's a scene coming up right after this where he's holding a bowling pin that's almost the same size as him
1: yeah
0: and then later Wait, on just... he's able to pick up mark Wahlberg and choke him to death yeah
1: he just got bigger and then he, he gets smaller he gets bigger and smaller
0: it's terrible it's so odd he he's I think he's supposed to be the size of a child but they can never figure it out
1: no they really can't it's bizarre how he keeps changing in size
0: yes he does a lot sometimes he looks like a regular man size sometimes he looks like a little robot well anyways he's in an elevator they get attacked by those drones this is a hilarious scene where Mark Wahlberg falls out of a 10-story building and to his death survives and literally climbs drones in the sky like he's in Mario Brothers.
1: It is <laughs> the so music here. corny.
0: <laughs> it was so cheesy. I, I, I don't even understand it. Well, anyways, it turns out that uh, this Cogs character was supposed to meet. Uh, he's supposed to get Mark Wahlberg for a certain thing to meet Anthony Hopkins. And he's got to get him to a certain location. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Cogman. Cogman. I had to scroll all the way to the bottom. Is it
0: Cogman? How can it not be Cogsworth? No,
1: it's Cogman. Cogman. Even Cogsworth is a stupid name for this particular character. Well,
0: uh, he's supposed to be a butler joke, and he's actually voiced by the butler from uh, um, uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah,
1: Jim Carter is the guy's name. the
0: writer actually said to Michael Bay is a joke, and Michael Bay actually hired the actor, and he was shocked the writer. <laughs> um so yeah uh and by the way this cog cogsman is horrendous yeah awful he is obnoxious it's supposed to be funny this is the character you're supposed to laugh at a lot yeah we don't he's insane he's actually a bipolar robot or some sort or schizophrenic because he keeps flipping out um, and trying to kill people. He's got road rage. He uh, goes from a butler to a psychotic in, like, a blink of an eye. He's uh, constantly making forced jokes to the camera.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, even Anthony it's Hopkins bad. tells him to shut the hell up. You're annoying as hell yeah. at one point. He really is. Uh, he is terrible. Like, and he's in a lot of the movies. Very important.
1: He's in, he's in a lot of it, yeah. yeah. He's
0: very important to the plot. And yeah. they cannot figure out his size. But then again, Autobots in this movie—they can't figure out their size. They constantly changing.
1: Yeah, Bumblebee looks like a tiny little thing. He's like supposed a to be smaller.
0: Little... He is a, supposed to be a, a VW yeah, bug no, he, at one point.
1: He, well, he turned into multiple cars it, throughout the he's, series. Now it's like a whatever. But, but it's a uh, time appropriate because, like in Bumblebee, it was 1987, so yeah. he had to turn into a car that was time appropriate. True. But, um yeah but this thing I, I don't understand their reasoning but they he he takes finally mark Wahlberg. he lands and he's safe and he's sound and everything's fine and somehow they're next in england
0: well we cut to i think another character now we cut to that woman who was the museum person and vivian she, she gets kidnapped by a car that's like a very uh british car. i wish i knew the name of these cars but it's like a british car and it throws her in the trunk it's an autobot and it throws her in the trunk and then it passes by another beautiful car and it scans it and becomes it because i think sometimes the uh movies forget that this is something they can do yeah they can change what kind of vehicle they are at any time sometimes like, they just go nah this is the one i am Well, what's really funny here is, and this is a blasphemy type thing. This is Hot Rod, who uh, famously in the Transformers cartoon movie took over for Optimus after he died and became the new Prime. Mm -hmm. Hot Rod. Okay. Now, first off, this car that he is before this is not a Hot Rod. No, it's not. So why this character's name Hot Rod? That's like Canopy was like, oh, I actually was a garbage truck, but now I'm called Canopy. Yeah but, you know, but why would you call Canopy if you were a garbage truck You know like it doesn't make any sense It's
1: so stupid so that he, beca- he should have turned into like a really sleek car Like a He does though after that I mean after That car's yeah. beautiful Yeah But I'm like oh, come on Yeah Pity you
0: Autobots die so easily Or I might have a sense of satisfaction now You got the
1: touch. <laughs> You got the Arise, Rodimus
0: Prime. Optimus. Yeah! No. This is the end of the road, Galvatron. Now, light our darkest hour. Well, he's called Hot Rod, but here's what's even more horrendous. They gave him a French accent? What? Hot Rod. That's red? Hot Rod. Hot Rod. hmm It's his French accent. Is he French? No, he just likes the accent. No, 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 no. I
1: hate the accent. But I can get rid of it. I'm stuck with the accent. I don't understand. I don't understand that. It was so
0: stupid. It's so dumb.
1: But, yeah, I, I don't so understand she gets characters. kidnapped by this, by Hot Rod, and taken to Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins needs her for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, Anthony Hopkins is collecting people. So he collects her with Hot Rod. But at the same time, he also has Cogsman go get Mark Wahlberg and bring him to him. So yes. now suddenly he just shows up. In how the how
1: UK. does this person, who is literally wanted by every agency on planet earth get from north dakota yeah. to england mm-hmm. without raising a flag
0: i i don't get this okay uh yeah he he just shows up and they're in england and uh anthony hopkins owns a giant fucking castle with every piece of memorabilia throughout history
1: it's mind-boggling yeah
0: it's insane and he actually has a tank transformer at the guard at the door does he come back does he help Nope. No. Now we just have a scene of him being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Hopkins chewing every scene he's in in this movie and not giving a shit. I think he's ye- really yelling at people on the set just for fun, and they kept it in the movie. Uh, apparently now he brings Mark Wahlberg and this girl together. Now what's her name? Vivian. Vivian. Vivian and kid. kid? What? What's Mark Walmark's name?
1: Cade? Cade. Cade. Cade and Vivian. <laughs> like I trying to sound it out. I couldn't remember
0: his name. I thought you were going to stop me there somewhere, but you never did. I don't know you stared at me with well, like our three heads.
1: Four different Like people. the three-headed
0: dragon in this film that disappears. <laughs> um Uh yeah, so apparently he brings them together because uh, they they both are needed for the saving of the the earth. And uh, okay. They, they have a meeting and basically these two just talk shit to each other. Of course, because it's a a meet-cute. So uh, you got the the British woman. By the way, she's in a full dress. And he also, Mark Wahlberg, clothes has changed completely. He's in a nice tucked-in shirt to show his muscles off. He's got a nice pant. In the whole movie, he's dressed like army guy. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's like fully dressed, taking a shower, got a haircut. You know, he's in the scene. And they meet, and basically, they kind of like insult each other. And that makes Cogsman want to kill Mark Wahlberg because he insulted her. Because she said, uh, he said, uh, with your fancy dress. And she goes, I could take it off. And he goes, could you? And then he, Cogsman's like, I'm going to kill you because you insulted a woman. No, he
1: didn't say fancy dress. He said stripper
0: dress. Oh, your stripper dress. Yeah,
1: because she walks in. First of all, let me just set this up really quick. If you wanted to start off their, their very stereotypical romance in, in an action film. Yeah. She walks in. What is this? What, what is this guy doing here? Yeah, I'm like, you. she was just a bitch from minute one, so he didn't like it, so he started insulting her. And then, you know, you know what's going to happen by the end of this movie yeah. because they hate each other from minute one. So they set that up. And we're like, oh, God, a love story on top of all of this? Like, yeah.
0: come on. And to make matters worse, Anthony Hopkins starts telling us the plot of this movie, and this is very forced together. It turns out that all of the events of history have been shaped by Transformers. A court, uh, he even has a pocket watch Transformer that killed Hitler. And that throughout time, their bloodlines have been at the uh, the peak of all of Transformer events and historic moments.
1: And they make a point to show us each photograph. Now, there is photographic evidence
0: of all of this. He just naming random things, too.
1: And then all the way from, from the Knights of the Round Table... To Sam Witwicky. And he they make a point of showing us the goofiest picture of Shia LaBeouf that's ever existed on planet it's Earth. It's
0: actually from the first movie when he's on eBay trying to sell uh, those glasses or whatever. Yeah. It's his eBay picture.
1: He has this picture in a frame. Apparently along with he framed it, yeah. other Along with other photos of Transformers in the photos. He has every artifact dating all the way back to freaking... The the knights of the round table. I mean, it's yeah. I, I I have no words for this. These items are not in a museum; they are in the possession of a ninety year old man. Like, and they're just sitting He's in his fucking living room, sitting there in his living room, collecting dust. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I I just have no words for this at all. Like,
0: even all. worse though, he tells us that Mark Wahlberg's character. Is a descendant of King Arthur in the round table and that he's a knight. Yeah. And that Vivian is a descendant of Merlin. Yeah. And then to hammer this in, first of all, Cogsman is playing music. It's a very stupid joke. We're supposed to laugh hysteric hysterically at everything he's doing. He's even singing at one point. Anthony Hopkins is just like. You're real fucking annoying. I wish I could strangle you.
1: I think Anthony Hopkins was furious during the making of this. I think uh, he he seems
0: like just, he's having a blast. He's like flicking people off at one point. I mean, he's he having did. a blast.
1: He didn't crack a smile through this whole entire movie. Well,
0: that's Anthony Hopkins.
1: Yeah, but it was just a little... He was just grumpy.
0: <laughs> I think he did, actually. He was laughing during the car chase scene that he's involved in. He's flicking off people and he's cracking up. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, To hammer this in that she's a descendant of Merlin, they had a family tree full of pictures ready for her, a book, and they throw it in front of her.
1: All right. Well, okay. I made mention to you that she's listed as a descendant in this family tree book. They have a photograph a of her in, yes, in a photo book. And it's literally like her Tinder picture, okay? Yeah. Like it's it's a, like a recent glamour shot of her My- in this ancient book
0: what my question is have you ever noticed that characters never tell anybody anything until the last moment
1: of course
0: like you think they would prepare this woman this is like like that moral combat joke is like uh, oh and by the way you're a fighter for the uh future of the planet and we're going to tell you last minute before you go into the thing not prepare yeah, not that can uh, let you to prepare. You Anthony, gotta get into this tournament.
1: Anthony Hopkins literally has known this how long?
0: Yeah, never decided to tell this woman, "Hey, by the way, you're descended from Merlin. This is very important. You gotta learn about this shit now because the end of the planet might hang in the balance." I
1: am baffled. Baffled. Yeah.
0: So they say the reason I'm telling you all this is because you have, you should have Merlin's staff. I no, not Merlin's staff. What is it? It's like a note. A location of the staff and you, that your father knew about it but he never was able to tell you because we we didn't want people to pass the knowledge to other people that it was a secret that had to be passed through the bloodline and he had somewhere should have the location of the staff of merlin mm-hmm. That yeah. will help uh, bring about this, the savior of the earth. And you have to find it. It should be in your house. It should be in his, wherever his study is. You should find his information. So Mark Wahlberg and her have to go back to her place, her house, where she lives with her mother, I think. And it's a giant, beautiful place. And her mother's having some kind of bridge party with her friends. Mm-hmm. And... Mark Wahlberg is introduced to them. They're all like, "Oh, he's hot type of thing. Well, and I then, think
1: it's her boyfriend too,
0: yeah, and then uh, Mark Wahlberg and her go upstairs and trash the study to find the the hidden location. but it sounds like they're having sex, so they're the girls downstairs are all freaking out.
1: another um point in the story where they're just where Michael Bay is just like, "Okay, I'm trying to get everyone to funny. giggle, you know." Yeah. But that it only lasts for half a second. They it's, tear it's apart so the study. Yeah. They find um they, they find what they're looking for. It's it was another book, right?
0: It's a, in a book there's a little piece of paper they can pull out. It has the location. It turns out the location of the staff is underwater. Yes. And they have to go and get a submarine. So they tell Anthony Hopkins as the the uh ETF or S D whatever, I don't know. <laughs> uh they show
1: transformers reaction force yeah is that right trf
0: we should be called that uh terrible movie reaction force um <laughs> i so, like it so um yeah they go get anthony hopkins the uh the the, the cops show up to come and get them they're chasing them yeah. They go to the they get Anthony Hopkins knows about a submarine. I don't know how he knows about all this. They send Cogsman over to the submarine.
1: Well, it they seems get, like Anthony Hopkins has unlimited funds. That is how he is sent I mean he's able to send well, them. He's got a castle. I mean, yeah, he has unlimited funds, but again, this guy, Cade, Mark Wahlberg, is wanted by every yes. single agency on earth. Yeah. And he now is in a submarine. Now, hmm. Okay, that's easy to do.
0: And they also are with a bunch of Autobots. They have Hot Rod, and they get chased by uh, Barricade. Uh The cop car is back, and they have a whole chase with him, and uh, they're in the car together, they have to chase all the way to the submarine. They get to the submarine. Anthony Hopkins tells them they have to go on their own now. He's got to stop. It's all on them. Okay. And remember all those other characters that were with Mark Wahlberg? They're gone.
1: They're all gone. Yeah. yeah.
0: A lot of the characters, Grimlock, the, uh, the the Dinobots, they're gone. Yep. They were, like, set up heavily for some reason. They're all gone. Um, until the plot decides to bring some of them back in, in ways that are unimportant. Mm-hmm. Because now we have a submarine movie. And now <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and Vivian, who have never been in a submarine in their lives, have to get a submarine into the water and dive it this is and by the way this is the best part of the submarine is he, they get to
1: is he really running this submarine or is there like a hired
0: no, operator Nope, this cogs cogsman
1: cogsman's doing it okay I,
0: well she seems to be doing it actually if you don't remember he How?
1: makes Vivian do it okay i, I don't all, understand she any just of this works at a goddamn museum
0: well here's the even funnier part is that the submarine they're in is actually a museum exhibit that people are on and anything hopkins tells them all the the people on board Get the hell out. They're tourists.
1: That's right. So they commandeer
0: this tourist vessel.
1: Probably defunct because it is a tourist attraction. Exactly. So they commandeer this defunct submarine. That
0: only three people can have they can pilot it. Three people. Uh
1: huh. Okay. A defunct
0: submarine, they pilot it down farther in the depths mm -hmm. than anybody's ever been because no one's ever found this. Yep.
1: And two people have never even been on a submarine, I'm guessing. No, yeah. They just know everything. They know everything. And, you know, oh, and also Film Flub, number 971.
0: They all have new clothes, they by the
1: way. They have new clothes in every shot. Now, I don't know how many wardrobe changes you need while traveling on a submarine, <laughs> but apparently it's it's many. Yeah, and
0: it's not we like they have uh, clothes on board.
1: It, it, and, then, and then at one point, Mark Wahlberg just transforms into Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake.
0: Yeah, he completely looks like Nathan Drake. She she actually said, I'm gonna change out of my dress into an outfit. She changes it into a white blazer. Yeah. A white blazer to and go on a mission.
1: Super tight skinny jeans yeah. with high heels on. What? What? But then in the next scene, literally they're still on the submarine. Yeah. And she's wearing different clothing. Yeah, and I'm talking in, about uh, different clothing.
0: Khakis or something?
1: Khaki cargo pants like what is this like there's no way that do you think the audience is this stupid how yeah. did what
0: and also we got to point out that they uh um they uh, sexualize mark Wahlberg in the scene which is like you know women are always like oh my god they're sexualizing this woman in this movie but when they do it to a guy, everybody's like, that's cool. So Mark Wahlberg gets an entire scene where he takes off his shirt because that robot talisman is climbing all over his body keeps chasing him. it actually goes down his pants to his penis.
1: And Mark Wahlberg
0: doesn't seem to care. No. I would have been Likes fucking it. screaming if a mo- an alien <laughs> crawled toward my penis. Oh I would be God. freaking out. Uh, yeah. She she is actually like, oh, my God. And she's like, it climbed down your pants. Well, I can help you figure out if it's worth. It's okay. I'm like, oh, my God. Even better, Cogsman somehow pulled out two fish from the water in the submarine, punched them, and then made sushi.
1: Okay, so they had a romantic dinner on board yep. when all of this is going on.
0: They're also being chased
1: mm-hmm. by
0: the uh, ATF. ATF? The, ATM. the ATMs.
1: The ATMs? <laughs> uh,
0: the Migra. <laughs> they're they're coming after them, and uh, oh my god, they're just having a, a good old time, and they're getting to know each other, and of course, and but they also get uh, into a, a firefight under water, and the ship goes all over the place, and they mm-hmm. have to fall on top of each other, and then they get into it, and apparently they can dock into an alien spacecraft underwater, and they, yeah. there's a perfect atmosphere for human beings. They
1: can breathe normally, yeah. and. And for some reason, can you explain to me again how Josh DeMel and the rest of the TF so they're whatever in a,
0: they're in one of those um,
1: get there because
0: they're not a, it's not one of those submarines, but it's one of those ones that James Cameron ha- uses.
1: Okay, well there's like a hundred a
0: submersible, days. and they all are they're, they're coming after them, and they're hitting the wall. They almost all die too, and they get in there too. So they get an entire SWAT team following Mark Wahlberg and Vivian into this place and Cogsman. Okay,
1: so how again did the whole TFA or whatever... They're
0: chasing them in some balls. I just said it.
1: No, but how did they know that that's where they were going?
0: I think they just chased them.
1: Huh. Yeah. Okay. Because they didn't chase them to,
0: to they did. England. They... No, they did.
1: I... Did I miss something? Because...
0: They chased them all the way, yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. I they had oh, there a was r- a firefight... Or sort of, like, they, the, they the, knew that they, they were coming. At the, they actually the came
0: to Anthony Hopkins' castle.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. And uh, the tank guy was, like, outside. And That's they right. Hot Rod and, and Bumblebee had to get them out of town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Barricade was chasing them, so Megatron and them know, too. That's right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they get to this underwater base where they find a... the Basically, all of those knights... Which, which by the way, Anthony Hopkins told us that the knights of the round table actually had five knights of the round table robots with them that stood above the round table with them and gave their allegiance to them and they made a pact to stay on earth together and that's what's been going on well for some reason somewhere during the decades those robots went underwater protecting Merlin's grave underwater hmm. and they didn't they just all sat down or died on the walls and just lay there and <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and her I guess she's able to touch certain things and it awakens the ground so she does that and Merlin's tomb is awakened like a, brought out of the middle of the room and they open it and they just see that there is no staff that it's a piece of wood so he gets freaking mad and Mark Wahlberg's like this is bullshit all this for nothing and he goes up to one of the dead robots who by the way I hate this so much but the robots look like they have skeleton parts now yeah, they do. And he flashes a flashlight in his face, and it wakes up. <laughs> I don't understand what these Autobots are doing. They just chill out? They go into hibernation or something? And, and then uh, the the robot jumps up and goes, they're for the staff. And so all the robots start waking up, and they're trying to kill them.
1: Yeah, they were, like, in some kind of, like, um, deep sleep or something. I'm like... Wait, what is happening here? Yeah. They all just woke up. So that puts Josh Demel and his team in, in jeopardy, too, because they're in there still, aren't yeah. they?
0: And they get into a firefight. They start shooting at yep. them. Uh, but I think that uh, they finally, do they get the staff here? I think they do.
1: They do, yeah.
0: And uh, it ri- starts rising out of the sea. And that's when Optimus Prime shows up. And we were like, oh, yeah, he's in this movie. Oh,
1: my God. I was like, okay, we're going to see Optimus at any point because he's the leader of the Autobots, and he should be in this movie. But now he's bad. So are we going to get, like, a really rough scene to watch where they have to beat his ass because he's bad? And, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he (laughs) comes in. He's a villain. He bet he tells them, give me the staff or I'll kill you. Mark Wahlberg says, prime, prime, it's me. You know, we're friends. And. And he's like, shut up, human. Give me the staff or I'll kill you. And then they're like, okay, give him the staff. And he gives him the staff. And, of course, the staff shrinks or grows. And then he sticks into his chest.
1: Yeah. Like, and
0: then he gets you know? up to the surface. And Mark Wahlberg says to Bumblebee, like, hey, you got to stop him. you got to talk him out of this. So Bumblebee and Optimus have a pro- like a big fight. While waves are splashing and Josh Dumel and Mark Wahlberg are being swept away, and they're trying to help and they're trying to get to Mark Wahlberg's trying to get to Optimus to try to talk him out of it, and Bumblebee's getting his ass kicked, and right before Bumblebee gets killed, and Mark Wahlberg's getting jostled all around, by the way, uh, Optimus Bumblebee speaks for the first time, mm-hmm. and he says, "Optimus, you're my oldest, and, I'm I'm your oldest and best friend, and I'll die for you." And uh, Optimus wakes out of his trance, and he goes, "Oh my God, what have I done?" But before <laughs> that can happen, uh, the he the staff has been taken away by Megatron.
1: Yes, so <laughs> Megatron's back in the movie.
0: Megatron shows up. They turn into airplanes. They take the staff. They fly off. Uh, they bring it to Quintessa, who starts merging Cybertron into earth
1: okay so if we have we were talking about this during the movie so if all of cybertron is entering the earth's atmosphere it would basically render earth completely disabled as far as like like the the tides would shift and
0: oh there would be no
1: air to breathe
0: and also the sun's not being blocked uh, no, in any <laughs> of scenes, um, the scenes. In fact, it's such a nice day out. The clouds aren't even being destroyed. So it, nice. Nothing's happening. There, there's no uh, Cybertron is entering Earth's atmosphere, and it's not burning. No, the atmosphere is not turning into fire. It, nothing's happening. The, the even the, uh, the the gravity, you know, like uh, our, the orbit. Everything's not being destroyed. Yeah. Tidal waves aren't happening. Nothing. Everything's just normal. Mm-hmm cybertron by the way cybertron is also three times smaller than it has been shown in the past mm-hmm. so it's another mess up um and cybertron is just like chunks of yeah. like webbed well, yeah, pieces yeah. of it's a all, planet it's, it's all over jacked
1: the place up. it's all jacked up so that's what the whole point is so to repair their homeworld um by just destroying earth basically yeah so it, uh, this is all like so it, cybertron is literally falling into earth yeah and and they, the military guys are, like, trying to fire, you know.
0: Well, well before that, though, uh, the way that the Megatron calls her with the staff is they have to go to Stonehenge. And the yeah. only way that Anthony Hopkins finds this out <laughs> is that John Satorio has figured that out. And so he calls him and makes him an honorary knight. Oh, God. And I, he says it's, it's Stonehenge. That Stonehenge is actually the gate to Unicron? Underground, and that's what Stonehenge was built. And then Anthony Hopkins is just that Stonehenge.
1: Oh my god!
0: He's like, and he's there. And Megatron just goes and shoots Anthony Hopkins and and blows him up.
1: Yeah, but so why is John totoro Okay, first of all, we haven't seen him through the whole movie. He just shows up. He just shows up again for whatever reasoning. But how does he know? How does he know what's going on? He's in Cuba. He's hiding. So what the hell? I don't understand. How does he know about any of this? How?
0: I don't know. Anthony Hopkins also got stunned. He also went to the prime minister. Anthony Hopkins was seen where he went to the prime minister and, and broke he, into uh, den d- downtown. You know. Yeah. He, where, first where, of
1: all, he 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 went there for no reason. What is the reasoning? They he put told him the,
0: that you have to do this. You have to like, this is gonna happen. The apocalypse is coming. Like whatever. I don't really know. None of it really comes back. It was but pointless. Anthony Hopkins just gets shot by Megatron and dies. I mean. He dies and, like, Cogsman talks to him for a second and Anthony Hopkins dies. He even got blown up. I
1: mean, he got, he literally, Anthony Hopkins through the air, flipped through the air. <laughs> and the whole time he's holding on to his cane or whatever. Yes, he's
0: never let go.
1: Um, um, but, yeah, like, it, it was comical. But,
0: yeah, the, the, and by the way, Cogsman is, back, is at Stonehenge. Yeah, And he was with them on the submarine. So that's weird. And then also. uh um, uh um
1: Don't you know he could teleport?
0: Mark Wahlberg's friend does. Because he's like. They all go to Stonehenge. And then he's like.
1: Mark Wahlberg's Mark Wahlberg friend meeting Jimmy.
0: Yeah. He shows up and he starts screaming. I brought Optimus.
1: Okay. First I was of like, all. What did, you didn't did bring they, Optimus. He, Optimus is
0: coming here.
1: How did Dora. Her name yes. is Isabel.
0: Yeah. She right? showed up too. How
1: does she get there and Jimmy get there? I don't I, know. Okay, they were in North this. Dakota. What yeah. the fuck is happening? And in this also movie? we
0: see that uh, uh John John Goodman's uh Howard. Autobot is fine.
1: Yeah he oh Megatron he's fine.
0: didn't kill him for some reason during that fight. No. no. He no. just left him alive. And all the Autobots are now back. The ninja one, uh Drift. Yeah, but not not Grimlock though. He's not back. No. They never show him again. They never show the dinosaurs again.
1: It's so weird.
0: So strange. Um but uh you know what though? Um the, all the knights were going to kill Optimus because he lost the staff. And Optimus was like, you know what? I'm a little bitch. And I got to die here. Yeah. And they start kicking his ass. By the way, these knights of the roundtable robots, they're huge.
1: <laughs> they're really, really
0: big. This is amazing because Mark Wahlberg, uh he tries to stop them. They're about to decapitate Optimus. And all of a sudden, he um, the talisman that's a part of his body now becomes Excalibur. And he blocks, he's able to block a giant robot sword with his hands. Oh,
1: this is amazing. I looked at you and I was like, Okay, I'm out.
0: <laughs> yep. And this like this is, is so stupid. This is the only thing that he was meant to do as a knight of the round table. He was just meant to save Optimus from getting decapitated. All right. How would they like what? <laughs> and then and then the robots of the round table are like, oh shit. You're one of us, and then they all signal that they're a part of him, with him, and they turn into that giant King the, Ghidorah King again. King
1: the Cyber Ghidorah. Yeah,
0: they just show they did transform. Uh, Cybertron's coming into Earth. Uh, uh, Quintessa is starting to suck the life force out of Unitron Unicron, which is the Earth, and they this starts a entire thing where. The world's not really the whole world, but basically, Josh Jumel's group, Mark Wahlberg, the Autobots, the King Adora character, mm-hmm. all go and try to battle on the remnants of Cybertron and some fighter jets. You think there's been a lot of Tony Hale's telling them. That you have to do certain things, so that we're all going to die. Yeah,
1: Tony Hale, who seems to know everything, he he's he has like two scenes in the movie, and in both scenes of the movie, he automatically just knows everything.
0: He doesn't know any everything. He actually says, uh, "Oh, here's the problem. The problem is that uh, I don't believe in fairy tales. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. What I do know is that if we we can we can do this mission, where we can blow this one part up, and it could." it's so funny he's like if we shoot this tentacle it'll make the thing fly across like a pendulum and knock off the the base unit to the whole this whole cybertron thing it's so and stupid. and should knock out the the, the the life force from being sucked out of the earth I mean... and he basically tells everybody in the world he goes here's the deal the earth is going to heat up and we're popcorn kernels and we're all going to pop
1: I mean, that's what you want to hear. Yeah, know? I was like,
0: Jesus, that's man. That's what you want to hear. I but think enough was that we're all going to burn alive. Was yeah. was enough to say.
1: I'm just like, okay. First of all, it is, he does know everything. Because when we first see him, he automatically knows that some shit's falling to the Earth. Well, he and can then see it on the
0: radars. Yeah, well, only him,
1: though. Not anyone else. Yep, well, of but course. He's then, that character. Yeah. And then he knows how to take down the, the one part of Cybertron that's coming into the Earth's atmosphere. So, whatever. They blast the thing all to hell and he was right but um
0: he wasn't right because it didn't do anything and the mission was no it
1: didn't didn't, no it didn't do
0: anything the the mission originally was that they were all going to land on this cybertron thing raid that thing and they had to get vivian inside this thing because she had the merlin power and then she had to reset the merlin staff she had to grab the merlin staff release it and stop it but they said we're not going to make it because ground on the ground Megatron has his force transform into a monster they all go together and they make a monster robot mm-hmm. and they have a giant ground war and they're getting slaughtered and uh everybody like Mark Wahlberg basically Mark Wahlberg is the only actor in this movie that seems to understand some of the science that what's happening which is really weird that Mark Wahlberg's the one doing it he's actually breathing out of an air oxygen mask he keeps putting it on his mat on his mm-hmm. face everybody else in the scenes are like no It's it's clear that they don't have the oxygen should be screwed up because the grab there's a planet coming into a planet like everything should be screwed up, you know, but he's actually trying and he actually tells them all, you know, you guys all turned on me. Now you all want to help me. And he's like, basically, fuck you. And they all admit that they were wrong. They throw their patches off. They're all with him. So they all do that ground fight, but they're losing. And uh, they said, well, the last ditch effort is to shoot this thing and they'll knock this thing off. That's what Tony Hale wants cuz he doesn't believe in the Merlin thing. So well, who uh would they, Jesus Well, I would. It's a bit if there's fucking alien robots on a planet that's coming into I a know, planet. But it's I like mean, at this point i am like anything will help. To
1: say they were the fucking ancestor of Merlin. Oh, it's insane. Uh, yeah. Come well, on. but
0: uh even funnier is that uh they do them they they do the attack, they shoot the thing and it does hit the thing. But um while it's falling to hit the thing they all jump off in with gliding suits. Except Vivian and says no. And she kisses Mark Wahlberg. And she runs at the base to do the, the mission she was supposed to do. And Mark Wahlberg goes with her. They get in the base the exact moment it gets hit by the pendulum. And they all go flying up in the air with all the Autobots inside too. And we get this hilarious flipping in the air of all the characters and they're flying and they're Mm -hmm. landing on their backs. Their necks would be broken. Their backs would be broken. Uh, And then they lose gravity somehow. I don't know how they're losing gravity. It's like it's moving in slow motion or something. And, And... uh, Mark Wahlberg flips her around like rag dolls. They look like oh little my spaghetti God. people.
1: It was the worst. And
0: he flips her to the Merlin staff, and she's able to grab it, stopping Quintessa from draining the Earth.
1: Yeah. Well, and and by out. the way,
0: by the way, uh, Optimus gets a scene where he gets to show he's a badass again. Where he goes, "Oh yeah, remember, I remember now that I'm a badass, and now I have badass moves." And he cuts off all of the bad Transformers' heads.
1: In cool. one strike. It's actually a kind of cool scene to and see.
0: I am Optimus Prime.
1: leader no. of the Autobots. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Badass soldier from the future. Um, yeah, and, and he just kills all those guys. And every, of course, uh, then they go after Quintessa. Because she's now freed from the thing from draining Unicron. He knocks Megatron out. Megatron says we were brothers once. And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, fuck you!" Yeah, and he kicks him you. out, and doesn't kill him, of course, and kicks him out of the thing. Right. Um,
1: well, they go up to Quintessa to take care of her.
0: And Quintessa's Jess. like electrocuting Optimus. He goes, "Meet my friend Bumblebee."
1: Yep, and Bumblebee just like, what does Bumblebee do? He does he just?
0: He shoots her from behind.
1: He, yeah, that's right. He shoots her from behind. She vanishes. She just vanished.
0: Yeah, and he does one of his like. He's not using his voice. He does, like, another one of his, like, use a quote to talk things. He, yeah, like,
1: movie quote, yeah. Yeah. He's so cute. He's oh, I think
0: a... he said, uh, sting like a bee. Yes. Like a bumblebee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. One of his little movie quotes. Yeah. Was, and, um, so she vanished. She vanished. Like, okay.
0: And, uh, Cybertron oh is God. still lingering in the Earth. And they saved the day. Vivian saved the day. Yeah, she did. Um, and
1: then, then we after this we cut to well
0: we have the whole thing with all uh, oh, the humans all my friends and we are going home to Cybertron.
1: Yeah, and, he, Optimus does his end of the movie speech.
0: Yeah, we get all the humans looking up. Cybertron is just lingering in our atmosphere. Yeah.
1: Though. So then what? What are they going to do? Get a crane in outer space and pull it out?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't even the know. Stupid. Uh. Uh, Yeah, and then we get a a weird credit scene where a woman is walking in the desert, and she goes up to the horn of Unicron, and a guy's like, what are you you doing here? You shouldn't be here. And she says, "Um, you shouldn't touch the horn. He doesn't like that. And he's like, who doesn't like it? Unicron. But I can show you how to kill him.
1: Okay. so And we see
0: that girl turns into Quintessa's face for a second.
1: Yeah, Gemma... Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. She's so pretty. Uh, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Gotcha. She very pretty. But, yeah, so she actually looks like a human being. And it's Quintessa, obviously. Yeah. So then...
0: Quintessa has become a human being, apparently. Yeah. I don't really understand what's happening. Don't get I it. I don't get this movie. I'm questioning everything I know. Uh, all logic is thrown out the window. My mind is melted and I know we skipped thousands of things that were wrong with this movie, this and movie I'm was trying three hours so hard long. to talk about it.
1: There's you can't you, you literally cannot pick apart every single detail of this movie when it's this. There's so much shit going on that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you just can't. If we if the movie doesn't make sense, how can we try and make sense of it? I know. So we're I'm just like baffled.
0: And and, and especially since it's two and a half hours of Michael Bay, like over embellishing him everything that he is like you know he's like just showing you visual porn over and over like oh, everything yeah,
1: yeah. Mark
0: Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg's body uh transformer violence explosions uh Shots of cities or landscapes mm-hmm. for no reason. Everything is high greens. Uh the the saturation on shots is insane. Everything is out of fucking control. And everything's dialed to eleven.
1: It is. It's 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 so extra. Yeah. And it's too, I think, too extra. We too just, extra. We, we, don't, we don't
0: need half of it. We
1: don't need yeah. That Jimmy eat...
0: character, that girl and no. her robot. By the way, no. the only thing that came back, we forgot to bring that up. Is that because it doesn't mean anything? Uh, The Vespa robot, she talks him into, because she replaced his arm with the Decepticons arm, she tells him to go and plug into their gun and blow it up.
1: So, yeah. And that's
0: how they help save the day.
1: Yeah, the... Didn't do uh, anything. What was it? The Transformers reaction force or whatever, the TRF? they had a uh, like a Gatlin gun or whatever no no right? no no Wasn't no it?
0: the Decepticons have a gun and he can plug into it oh he has that's a right they're,
1: they're tank guy yeah yeah okay so
0: he plugs into it and blows it up memory went Wee!
1: that's right oh my God I laughed I was like yeah. oh my God this is
0: that's so that's what they do
1: cheesy he's
0: only in this movie for that <laughs> it's so strange
1: why do they keep putting why 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 do you keep know. adding that's, these characters that, we that don't character could
0: have been cut out those kids, the Stand by Me kids, could have been cut out. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy could, could have, have been, been cut, cut out. out.
1: We don't need it.
0: There's also um, the actor from Yellowstone playing a cop that alerts him that they're coming to the the, the junkyard. You brought up that the actor is always put into these roles.
1: Oh God! Okay, so yes, he plays the the Native American. He's a Native American actor. And he always plays a Native American actor. And they he's even just double that. down on
0: it. I think he calls him Chief, and he's like, it's yes. weird what you say because it sounds racist.
1: They double down on it all the time. It, I feel bad for this odd. actor.
0: And, and because like, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. And
1: he shouldn't be, you know, typecast and just put in these roles of, like, the same, okay. Yeah. In You know, I'm, in, I'm a Native American in the, you know, in that role. In the Native, the common role of that it's like yeah. okay just because he's native american doesn't mean he always has to be um you know the the native american like he, yeah. he has good he's a good actor
0: yeah i agree but they could have cut him out this is like three things they could have cut out to save time and and and, and sp- think- shrink the movie down another thing would be uh just to cut out cogs work cogsman like just don't have him in the movie right like- it's so st- Stupid. He just takes up so much time.
1: Yeah, and there's, I mean, they wasted a lot of time with this
0: stupid crap. This is but one of the most baffling things I've watched in a while. I, I was like, wow, I, I cannot believe this is a real movie that happened.
1: I I still can't get my head around it. I don't even know how to rate this because I just, I mean, it was visually stunning. There's like a lot of beautiful things to look at, castles and landscapes you could and never cinematography. Watch this again. I can't ever watch this again. I'm gonna have to give it a five.
0: I want to give it a four, but I mean it's just so insane.
1: I mean there there's I mean it's mediocre at, overall as a film. There's two there's a lot of extra stuff in it that we didn't need, but it was mediocre. So that's it. Um,
0: okay, yeah. I'll give it a five with you. I'll, you talk me into it. It just it's just so it's so convoluted. It's such a mess. It's such a problem. You know what I mean? Uh, it's that it's hard to even talk about like we we didn't even do it justice bullshitting about it,
1: no, not at all. I mean, because we couldn't get our head wrapped around it. like if this is a plot where we can totally understand every little thing that was happening in a two hour forty five minute movie, fine. yeah, but there's no way to talk about this and and sound like you're sane. It was crazy I, I agree,
0: I agree. It's crazy.
1: It's a crazy film.
0: It is a crazy, crazy film.
1: But it was movie. a wild ride. It's a five. All eh. right, all
0: right. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm done with Transformers for a bit. I can't oh do this God. anymore. Oh, my God. I am so glad I'm, there's never going to be another one no, a No, I long can't time. do this for any, I can't do it. I yeah. can't anymore. So, anyway... That's it. It's all we got for you. Thanks for sticking around for this 75-hour <laughs> long try, I tried really hard to
0: run through this plot. I mean, I'm we tried why. really...
1: Yeah, because usually when we talk trash, we tell you everything. But this, we we were struggling.
0: I want to know how good I am at trying to get half this plot done. No, you
1: did fantastic. Because, because I
0: hardly remember half of it.
1: You had to check me because I, I was like, okay, wait, what happens next?
0: There's a lot too.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's too complicated. I feel like I
0: might have cut out some characters, which is really uh,
1: odd. Nothing too standout ish. I mean, did we need John Turturro?
0: No. That um, was weird.
1: We, we didn't have the shit in this. That we was didn't strange. Need 50% of this could have been
0: cut. That scene with the Decepticons get named and oh, that was, they have their own little cue cards I and mean, everything. That was insane. Terrible. Terrible. But oh, yeah, that's, what a, that's what a, it. This, this is. I, this is not a good movie. I'm going to give it a four.
1: You know what? I'm changing. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four is, too. bad. I'm like talking myself into a four. It, like it is bad. It, it is it, a bad movie. It's actually the worst Transformers movie I've seen. It, it is.
0: I, it's yeah. They, these are dreadful. all pretty painful. But yeah. Yeah. I, I would usually say that a lot of these movies have like one thing that I... Like one half of a movie that I actually enjoy. This one I it's so scatterbrained that i can't even <laughs> say that i enjoy parts of it like no i didn't mind mark Wahlberg in this one i think he was decent in this one but it, it just i don't know at least he wasn't going um oh, oh no you know what's well, yes. happening he's no. like
1: what what no
0: um
1: anyway no. could have
0: been way worse could've i guess been way worse but, but it could have been way trash. better it was know.
1: just trash and that's all we got for you. So, thanks for sticking around for this oh ridiculous. I need a
0: nap. I yeah. need to digest.
1: Hey, let's go to bed. I'm tired.
0: <laughs> Have a good Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, God. I'm sozzled. One last nip.